Gee, Steve, what are we going to do tonight? Same thing we do every podcast. Tell them how we season. Here we go. It's How We Seize It, episode 143. This week we're tackling Prey, uh, the new uh, Predator uh, release, uh, or Predator family release on, on Hulu or Disney Plus, depending if you're listening to us outside the United States. Um, so, uh, yeah, this is I want seventh seventh film in the Predator or fifth film? Well, do you include uh, do you include the Alien versus Predator as, as I one believe of so? Okay. Well, I don't think everyone has been doing that. Yeah. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, if you include that, I don't. Were there two of those? I believe there was two of those. Okay. Okay. Well, there you go. So seventh. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think you have to because it's 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 got predators in it. So it, it's I mean it's not predator uh, uh, or it's predator adjacent at least. I mean, so <laughs> I I would think uh, I would I would include it. Um, but the so first, yeah, this is, the first doesn't include Predator in the title, so this true, one, true. This one went the other route. You're you're the prey, not as in prey you survive, as in more. Yeah. Than, uh, I am being hunted. Pray you don't get your ass kicked. Uh, right, <laughs> right. right. Uh, so interesting thing too on this one I found out was is that uh, originally they didn't want to uh, let it be known that it was a Predator movie, uh, you know, before it was coming out, and then uh, people were like, oh, I don't, I don't know if that's a good idea, and I, I think they're right. I don't think this would have, if people didn't know this was Predator, I don't know if they would have just watched this on the on their own. Like I think when they originally were shooting, they, they had like a, a a title of Skulls or something like that, and they yeah. just said it was a Native American. Uh, movie, but it, yeah. it was it was revealed later that uh, before before well before it was released that it was a yeah. predator franchise. Well, I, I I know I the main reason I went and watched it besides um, just uh, the natural uh, hubbub going on from people saying how good it was was uh, because it was predator. I don't know if I would have if I would have even watched this had that had it not been essentially and i'm not i'm not a, a predator like oh my god fanboy or nothing i think matter of fact i think the only ones i've seen are the first two i don't think i've seen any of the other ones i now i watched the first one but i can't remember if i actually saw it back in you know when it came out or even if i saw it when i was oh. uh, working at blockbuster <laughs> i i remembered some of it but i think it might have been something that i just kind of briefly watched and kind of poo-pooed said oh it's just a bunch of macho men in the 80s doing their oh thing. it was but I, I know but but i <laughs> so going back and seeing it now though it allowed me to kind of look at it in a different different light which i thought was was good i think the only one i actually saw legitimately was the shane black directed one i say directed i know he starred in the first one or he was well, my, i think he wrote your character in the first one did he did he write it I thought he wrote it also, and that's okay. why he was the. That's why he was one of the characters. Makes in there. sense. Makes sense. Yeah, um, but uh, that was. I'll, che I'll check on it while you talk. But that was called the Predator, I believe, was the last one in 2018, and that was pretty, pretty lame. <laughs> didn't, <laughs> um, yeah, I didn't. I, I didn't see that one at all. Um, like I said, uh, uh, let me let me check writers. You're checking yeah, it for I Shane thought, Black. It was neat yeah, see, I, when I watched The Predator, and I didn't know it until they showed the credits when they kind of flipped through the original Predator. Um, they flipped through, and I saw Shane Black. I'm like, oh, yeah, I think you guys mentioned that when we were doing Iron Man 3, is that uh, Shane Black was around. Um, oh, and also Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, because he, he 
wrote and directed yes. that. So so we've talked about Shane Black in the past on this podcast. He might have he might have only been he might have only been acting. I thought he did more, but or maybe he was a producer or something on that. So uh, I I remember seeing Predator. I I probably saw this with within the first couple of weeks it was out and uh, saw it multiple times. Uh, for sure, when it was out early, uh, this became one of the most quotable movies between uh, one of me and my friend Dave Odom. The um, he was on our uh, Boba Fett uh, episode, and uh, to this day we still quote, you know, get to the chopper, you ugly, you know, you <laughs> ugly motherfucker, or stick around, you know. There's just I'm constantly saying that stuff, and, and Dave didn't too. kill it, yeah, <laughs> exactly, you know. There's just so much from this that it, it I forgot until I watched it again. I was like, oh, my God, that's where we got that. Like, literally, I was like, oh, we say that all the time. And it, I know there were Arnold and, and Arnold movies and things like that, but I was just, I didn't know which one because he was in so many at the uh, in those that time frame. When, when, in the 80s, I remember I was I really liked Commando. That was an Arnold yep. one. Um, and uh, so still kind of over the top uh, muscle men shooting each other. Um, and, and I remember seeing first blood, the original, the original oh, Rambo yeah. before it was even called Rambo. It was just called first blood about John Rambo on one of the cable channels and really thought it was good. And I was so excited when first blood part two came out Rambo. <laughs> and I remember going to the theater and seeing that and being kind of let down. Cause it seemed like it, 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 the first one, first blood seemed like it was a really authentic grounded interesting uh, reflective movie about a man returning from Vietnam and and what that can do to someone psychologically and then also what it does to the people around him when when they, they piss him off um, but I thought uh, the other one got a little ridiculous and I think when this movie came out predator I looked at it and said oh it's going that route um, and right. so I, I didn't give it that much much attention and part of me still sees that I mean they really did kind of overplay the 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 machismo the, the the physicality and stuff but i but in retrospect watching it now i can see that that was a big part of that was a big point of the movie to kind of show that even when you throw oily muscle <laughs> you know all these all these tough men into a situation like this that's not how you're going to beat this guy that's that's not what it's about well, and i don't I, they weren't all just over-the-top muscle-bound guys. I mean, Arnold, you know, Jesse the Ventura, uh, or Ventura was there. He, uh, I was going to say the body, um, you know, uh, from his wrestling days. Uh, but then you also had um, Carl Weathers and stuff sure. like that. Yeah, those guys were all built and stuff like that. But you also had Shane Black, who was kind of a scrawny guy. And then there was another guy that was kind of thin and, and scrawny, too, in that team. There was a team of six, and only four of them were big bodybuilders. They, yeah. they had their other guys, too. So uh, it wasn't all over-the-top muscle machismo, but... No, well, I, again, I'm not trying to... I, I think they they did overdid it sometimes to as, as a point, just to show that, you know, all the explosions and stuff, the whole first act is is them going in and just blowing the shit out of this, uh, where they're... Well, that was the... the cast, that was... They were a special ops cop, you know, commando team. That's what they do. That's what that's what they did in the eighties. Well, in the eighties, yes. I think that's that's what I was gonna say. That's how they did oh, it wait, in, wait. The, in the movies in the eighties. They still do it. They still do it today. Come the, on. But it's but and, it's much more theatrical. Oh, uh, they all are. Yeah. Um, no one's gonna watch a movie where they just sneak around and don't do anything. Well, that's, that's where I was fun. trying. That's why I was trying to uh, call out Rambo. 
because I thought First oh, okay. Blood was not that. It was a lot more ground. It was more interesting. It was more uh, skill-based and stuff. And that's where I thought the end of Predator had to resort to those sort of skills. It reminded me of Ram- of, yeah. of First Blood, um, how, how John Rambo's setting all those little spikes and stuff like that. Um, yeah. So I thought that was... That, yeah, that was well, we'll talk. I'm sure we'll talk more about we'll talk more about uh, the original Predator uh, later on, and uh, as we're talking about the the new one, Prey. Um, but before we get to that, uh, we, we're going to get to our drinks here real quick, because that's what we do here on How We Seize is we pair a cocktail or drink to whatever we're watching in this week's being Prey. Uh, I'm kind of interested to, to see what you came up with, Steve. All right. Well, I um, was drawn towards Naru's um, skill with. Her medicinal skill. I mean, I think she was she was someone who studied medicine, but she in her in her heart she wanted to be a warrior. But uh, her her skill set was in medicine, and she used throughout throughout the film uh, she used this plant called an orntutsia, which is what they called it in the movie. Uh, her mother and her when they were discussing it, and um, I did a little research on that because uh, what this does it ends up uh, cooling cooling your blood or ma- making you feel feel cold and uh, it actually plays a big part in the in the uh, end of the movie how she can use it um, much like they do in Predator when he when uh, when Arnold now when get, dips in the mud but <laughs> when, when you say you you did some research is this a, an actual herb or or flower that does has this ability or what I know what I what I read was they used a name that was more a local name, so there wasn't really any way of referencing what this actually was. But okay. it was very much like a uh, calendula uh, plant uh, flower, which is also an orange, an orange flower that has medicinal qualities and stuff. I went around because I, I looked it up and you can f- find it as a tea. And I went around looking for this. I went to Oliver's. <laughs> I went to, uh, oh, I started at Safeway. And, but then I went to Oliver's thinking, okay, they've got this massive tea section. But yeah, no, yeah. I even talked to someone there who was selling the herbs and stuff like that. And she's like, huh, people have been asking about Calendula, but no, we don't have any. So <laughs> <clears throat> like, okay, maybe they're, I don't know if they're asking. I don't know why they'd yeah. be asking for it or if it's just coincidence that, uh, you know, I need it for a drink. But and she um, just wanted to talk to you. She wanted to <laughs> chat you up. But that was my direction. I wanted to try to try to kind of make something like a medicinal type thing. So I, uh, I started with a, a a gin base because I thought gin was good because it's botanicals. It's like you're you're infusing botanicals in a in a spirit, which I thought was the same kind of spirit of 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 what what Naru, Naru was using for the with this flower. So. Uh, and I found a gin called gunpowder gin, which I thought was kind of fun because <laughs> gunpowder powder plays a part a little bit in this movie. So it just was a nod to that and the influence. And in fact, I think I, I didn't see Predator 2, but I but I, I read how or I saw a little clip how the, the gun that they use with the gunpowder ties to yeah, Predator yeah. 2. But um, I um, used some elderflower liqueur. That's where I got my flower and uh, flower based liqueur to kind of add to this. Um, so I used one and a half ounces of gunpowder gin, one ounce of elderflower liqueur. I uh, chopped up some ginger and muddled it just because I wanted to muddle something. And I thought, here we got a, <laughs> you know, it, it's a root, you know, very much like uh, like Naru going around and collecting things. And then I used some blood orange juice. Um, I thought uh, orange just because you're dealing with an orange flower, like the mm-hmm. calendula. 
Um, and blood, of course, that's a, you know, if it bleeds, we can kill it. You know, I got to reference that somehow. <laughs> yeah. um, added a little lime for some uh, citric acid and shook it up. And I, I, I did go to my neighbor and steal. They had some orange <gasps> flowers out. Well, they had, they were po- poking through our fence. Oh, okay. I was, I was able, able to pull them yeah, out. If they're on your, if they're on your side yeah. of the fence, they're yours. <laughs> they got like, you know, a blossom of about a hundred up there. So it was, <laughs> so I just kind of walked by, it was on our side of the fence, kind of kneeled down. <laughs> Popped it off, and you'll see it in my picture. I used that as a garnish, so uh, nice. I call it, and I called it an orange uh, tutsia, just named after after the medicinal flower that's used in the movie. So yeah, nice. it's pretty, it's pretty delicious. It's nice, like a punch. Oh, I put it on ice too because it needs to have, uh, you know, that. Oh, it's got to cool makes, the blood. Yeah, it's got to cool the blood. <laughs> well, that was that was my that was my question. Is is like like it, does it does it make you feel like your blood's cold or does it actually cool your blood down? I well, mean. It, it, I, I, I don't know. It must do well. They're playing it off like it actually cool, m- m- cools your blood dry, down it, in the movie it, because it, it, because it makes it so the the uh, predator can't see you. Well, not only does it cool it down, but it it, it decides what uh, random you know room temperature is and brings your your skin down to that. All of it. All of it. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. <laughs> uh, not like a plot hole or anything, but I just was curious if it was a if there was some real uh, herb out there or or botanical uh rem- remedy that actually does that because it'd be interesting to know if that that was true you know there is something that you know it basically you're looking for something that fights a fever so it's the plant version of like a, an ibuprofen or something like that that's that, right you know drops your temperature and who knew that's all you needed was to pop a pop an aspirin to to be able to fight <laughs> off the predator <laughs> well there we go now we know ibuprofen is a, is a <laughs> essential in your predator fighting uh <laughs> cool uh it's funny that you mentioned uh if it bleeds because that's kind of what i ended up going with i, I call my drink uh if it bleeds uh we can kill it pre- uh, and it's a predator blood uh cocktail uh it's based off of a um a sour uh kind of like a, a whiskey sour base kind of thing like that but I didn't put any whiskey in this. Um, I went with, start off with uh, two ounces of Midori because we got to we got to have our green in there. And then because I didn't think it was going to have enough green, I, a green, I threw one ounce of apple pucker in there too, right? So I got that green apple uh, pucker schnapps in there. <laughs> uh, threw in one ounce of uh, of lime rum because you know I was thinking, well, it's got to have a good flavor in it. And lime's lime's a good green fla- you know. Uh, color that uh, flavor it's it's a clear liquid so it didn't add to my color of my drink but it, it hopefully it gave it some flavor uh, added one ounce of regular lime juice uh, did a half ounce of simple syrup <clears throat> and then I did a quarter ounce of blue uh, carousel just to just to get that that green kind of give it a fluorescentness to it like when you add just a little bit of blue to those greens they kind of get that fluorescent almost to what the the blood from the the movie looked like the the alien blood uh, and then so uh, to to get this to to make this look really nice, I, I threw in. Uh, I, I watched some other things and they were doing similar drinks, but they uh, they used egg white, and you know I don't do egg white, so I threw in my my fake egg white in there, uh, free foam. Threw a lot in it because I wanted a nice big foamy head on this sucker, <laughs> and uh, did a dry shake on that. Got it all uh, poured it over ice. And it's it's really nice because it separates down, and then you have this nice big foamy head. And then I took uh, my uh, bitters and I made three dots on it as my garnish, so it has ah, the, nice. the the three prong. Uh, so you'll see that in the picture. And I haven't tasted it yet, uh, but it's still you know it's got this nice green green uh, oh fluorescent green color. <laughs> that scares me. <laughs> 
Um, well, I've had Midori Sours before, so I, I feel it's going to be somewhat similar. Here we go. And yeah, it, it basically tastes like a Midori Sour. Okay. Uh, I think I think the, the lime rum in this really helps out the flavor, the lime juice in it. Uh, maybe even the apple pucker kind of brings out... It takes it a little bit away from that sweet melony taste to give it a more citrusy. Like this actually is pretty dang good. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. This is this is really good. All right. I was a little worried, like you were, because it looks, it looks very fluorescent, like almost like um, antifreeze. Um, but it, it in you know, I, I know in the past I've had drinks like that where you get a lot of those schnapps and a lot of those kind of real high citrus, and they they get that syrupy taste to it but this this avoided that so did you say you uh, put lime in it as well or was it just yeah. the lime rum no okay. no i put a i put a, a full ounce of a freshly squeezed lime uh so uh yeah i you know whatever i can i try and use a freshly squeezed lime sure yeah I, it, one of the reasons why i kind of usually try to stay away from the the this the kind of the fruit infused spirits uh when you can kind of add it yourself and, and make it kind of I would have fresh. too, but I I've had these I've had this lime and raspberry rum for a while from one of the previous podcasts. Uh, I think it was our um, New Mutants one where I did those. And uh, every now and then, when I have something that ha I want that kind of I want a little bit of that tart fruitiness to it, those those go really well with them. Um, so I, I I still have this bottle and I keep using it whenever I can for these things, and then they work out perfect. So, um, alrighty. Now that we're past our drinks, I'm, that's a really good drink. I'm, I'm surprised it turned out good. I'm, I'm happy with it. So yeah, that's that. That's that. If it bleeds, we can kill it. Which, like you said, was a, was a line from the original, and and we got that line in prey. Um, I think it was uh, Tabe, uh, uh, our our main character, uh, Nuru's brother, who who also I, I would say is probably the second most build character. I mean, he was, oh he's yeah, kind of second build. Yeah. Uh, he says that in there. Uh, we also got a couple other uh, throwbacks to the original. Um, there was the uh, "If it bleeds, you can we can kill it" from him. There was uh, um, "Come on and do it." Uh, Naru says that, and, and I was I right just right at the it. end when she's trying to get him to to come into the mud yeah. or what? No, oh, to shoot him, to shoot her. Yeah. I can't remember when it was, but yeah, but yeah, that's, it's, that's it's, the call out when when Arnold's like, uh, "Come on, touch, do touch. it." <laughs> Kill me, I'm right here. <laughs> yeah, he's got the better delivery. <laughs> oh, that, that would have been great if she she totally threw an Arnold on it. <laughs> you know, or just right at the end, just like, get to the chopper. I know, you know? They, didn't, they couldn't come up with a way. I mean, they had the, the, the axe. You figure that they could have done some sort of chopper reference with the axe. Oh, you know? <laughs> give me my chopper. <laughs> right? <laughs> Yeah, that would have been good. Uh, or when yeah. she's hunting, because she's going to rescue her dog when their dog's tied up, and she spots the she spots the axe. She could have, yeah. She, and 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 Tommy could have said, "Hey, what, uh, what are you doing? I gotta get to the chopper, you know, <laughs> so, so I can so I can free my dog." Oh my god, that would have been if they would have set that up like early on. Like, what do you call your axe? I call it chopper. And then later, that would have been. See, we should be writing these. This would That's be perfect. Right. That's right. Uh, you know, or she could have got, you know, we could have got a stick around would have been a really good one, too. Uh, you know, you know, especially uh, when she's fighting all the, the fur traders, you know, 
stick one of those with the with the the, the hatchet and stick around you know <laughs> it was it was actually kind of fun watching predator and just spotting all these lines that i've heard so many times on memes and 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 from you of course and but yes uh, but it's like oh yep there it was oh there's that one oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it was funny. I literally watched that today, um, like right before before we got over to this. Um, and yeah, I was I the memories were coming back because, uh, like I said, my buddy Dave, so many so many times, still to this day, you know, uh, we've been friends for almost forty years now, and still to this day, uh, if we're together, one of those lines will come out. Just just one way, or, you know, one of them at least will come out. So. It's awesome. Uh, talking about this movie, uh, so we had Amber uh, Mid Thunder playing Naru, um, who's our our main p- protagonist. Is that correct? Am I using that one right on this one? Uh, yeah, protagonist. Okay. Sure. As opposed to I, I'm always, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I always I'm like, wait, which one's which? I, you know, it's one of those confusing things. Is like one means something, or one of these things is not like the other. You know, I get confused sometimes. She's more kind of an amateur protagonist, though. And. <laughs> <laughs> She's still coming into her uh, into her own. She's got a little nice, nice call. <laughs> a little training. Yeah, here. yeah, a lot of training actually. Um, yeah, so she plays in, and like you said earlier, she's you know, this is this is uh, one of the few criticisms I heard um, was that uh, it, it you know they have a strong female um, protagonist in this or, or amateur protagonist in this, <laughs> and uh, one of the things is they had they they had an issue with. This, the the way they talk to each other they they said it was a little too modern like uh, some people were well, like e- so so they did a Comanche dub they, where they all the actors right. actually uh, recorded everything in Comanche just for authenticity's sake I guess uh, they and they debated on whether or not to do to 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 like what what what's what did they do in Hunt for October I think that was what they actually referenced yeah, they, that's that's what I actually thought about because I think the very first line is done in Comanche, in Comanche. And, and then and then it just immediately goes to English but I got to agree there are times when they're talking that I thought hey that's that reminds me of Keanu Reeves and his delivery yeah. and like point break and stuff yeah it was it was it was the words they were saying necessarily and not necessarily it, like yeah the 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 Comanche dub was sounds incredible and i know a lot of people were talking about that and it's the first movie that's done all in Comanche and and there's a whole big deal about that where they brought on a uh, a Comanche um, actual tribes member a uh, woman who's a, a producer and she had to go back and talk to a bunch of elders and these people to actually make sure that they were saying all this right because it's it's so hard to make sure you have all the words correct like it's not it's not a, a known thing not it's not spoken you know most of the languages from what i heard people talking about i can't speak to it myself but they were saying that you know they're starting to fall off because it's not spoken a lot and so it's like you know you've got these dialects that people have to make sure that they're getting right and stuff so she went back and talked to a bunch of elders which i thought was cool but back to what we were talking about i it just how they were saying it and just the the way she was saying things it was just a little too modern it took a little bit out of the the period piece of it you know uh the the visuals were incredible you know as far as what they were uh, for for a period piece like incredible yeah, this is supposed to, mean, supposed and, to take place in what 1719 i believe this is uh yeah. you know pre-revolution uh mm-hmm. and uh and when when there's a lot of european uh european settlers coming <laughs> in and or you know what do they call them like uh 
those were the. Or, I mean, these yeah. are for the you know the French. These French were called the, the 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 French. I don't know if they were colonists. They were they were French fur traders, is what they were, is what they put them. <sighs> now I did I did read on this. Now there's a there there is a historical issue with uh, how they portrayed them. They said at that time in 17, uh, the French had more adapted the the, the natives' way of uh, using all of the animals. So they would have t uh, tanned um, and you know salted all the meat and used all of the stuff. They wouldn't have just killed them and taken the furs. That didn't happen until about 160 years later from when oh, this okay. film was actually filmed. True historically wise. And I was like, okay, so which to me, you know, I, I get why they threw that in there. Right, they're, they're, that's their, hey, look how bad the, the natives were treated and how shitty you know everybody else was to them. That's, that's their point was in that a little bit. I, I think they were trying to, um, you know, they, they certainly were talking about how the Comanche, when they, they hunted for food, but it was much more of a survival instinct, whereas the predator is very much for sport. And I think they were drawing some comparisons uh, just just with the fact you know the, the but it wasn't the predator that did it it was the french uh the yes. french that did no, it I, absolutely absolutely but i think they were drawing kind of a comparison between that and and how the predator was there for sport as well they were i mean they the, the that seems to be oh okay the, the, uh, okay i see what you're saying so so i don't i mean <clears throat> yes they were calling out something that happened in history and yeah maybe they got the time wrong but uh, i i i didn't actually know that i i I did read a little bit about that to see if that was a legitimate thing, but I didn't know that they got the title. <laughs> um, yeah, well, and to me, it's like where where it was 160 years wrong. I mean, that didn't. They were saying that didn't happen until like like later into the 1800s and stuff like that. So, I mean, that's a that's a big difference and stuff like that. But it is what it is. Um, you know, it it sets up a lot of stuff to have the French there because, you know, they they didn't want to have the predator come in and just decimate, you know, a native tribe and stuff like that. So it gave them cannon fodder for the, for for some good kills, essentially. Right. True. Although he he, he was uh, decimating a lot of those teams of, of Comanche uh, that went out to. He only kills like four of them. Total. He okay. kills. There's there's three that are traveling with her that attack him when they when they're trying to bring her back and then her brother that's, that's true the only... it's, the, it's the it's the uh she kills more more french than and then he kills uh natives yeah i liked that scene when she was taking out all the french that was a little <laughs> ridiculous what it's a little over the top over the top you i mean maybe they were just <laughs> trying to channel some of the uh, original movie there with but i i thought it was as, as far as the over the top but <laughs> I mean, it's just one of the, you're, you're talking a hundred and, you know, 10 pound girl up against six or seven fully trained, you know, uh, people with guns and stuff. Like that, and she's just hitting them with oh, this, this make-believe act. That I, axe bullshit was that, that, okay. It was pretty for the film, totally unrealistic. All right. I, I mean, that's okay. your take on it. I, I, I thought they did a great job trying to address her size. I mean, what was the movie with Charlize Theron? I think we were kind of debating on what this was called when we were at uh, Alicia's party. I couldn't remember what uh, what the title was, but uh, that's Atomic a Blonde. Atomic Blonde that does such a good job in trying to address the difference but, in someone's in someone's size. But and how she did to, a lot of gunfighting. She did a lot of gunfighting, and then the one that she got really physical, she gets manhandled a lot, and she's she's you know fighting it off a little bit, but she's also getting manhandled, and I mean manhandled because it's a big guy that was throwing her around. But but it sounds like you're are you saying this is a criticism? Yes, or? I think it's a I think it's a criticism okay. of her. Uh, it it. it 
first off, uh, it's one of those things. This is where I, I'm going to say it right out to you. I do like the movie. I, I, I think it went a little over the top with how uh, how powerful and how, you know, she stands up to the, the predator and fights him hand to hand and walks away, you know. Uh, and then there's also, you know, she fights these all these French guys and, and ends up killing all of them with, with her one little flying axe that is a, is a, it's a cool weapon for what it was, but total bullshit. I guarantee you put a fucking rope on an axe. You're not sticking it in a tree and pulling it back and catching it like that. There, I mean, now, that was something the director got from uh, God of War, along with the shield of the the predator had. You know where that shield that oh, yeah. unraveled and stuff. Both those things. The uh, shield, I believe, because it, it's also alien technology. But her like throwing that thing on a bungee cord and just learning to catch it right away, bullshit. Just not only that, but throwing an axe with a rope tied to it is gonna fuck it all up. Do you think? I, I mean, if we start talking criticisms like that, is isn't it fair to look at? The other predator movies and say they're it's fair to have criticisms of those for the same sort of reasons because i would say that well, the first predator okay. already kind of sets the stage that we're going a little overboard um, well but what did they do that was unbelievable in what did the original what did the original team and predator do that was unbelievable uh they I'm just they they went in and blew everything up as part of their rescue mission i mean yeah, no, okay, that's completely believable for a commando team. <laughs> that's that's I now I mean it, it, it made the, the, the So you're telling army me that or, that's that's how that's how commando teams do it. They just go in and they start could, yeah. and think okay. All right. With a grenade with a grenade I, launcher and, and shit like that? Oh yeah. They they easily well, could. There's there's no I'm not saying they I'm not saying that they couldn't do that. I'm just saying as a special ops top of the line unit that seems like some of the most ridiculous tactics uh, that that are much more for cinema cinematic reasons. I'm which not is saying where that. I'm saying that. Well, okay. This, this axe thing, I thought it was cool and it's very cinematic. And yeah, it oh, it's very. Go, I, but it's against it's against all nature. It's against all practical. Like, first off, it's not going to have a bungee effect to it, right? She's not going to be able to pull it with so much strength that it's going to come flying back to her like Captain America's shield, but, right? But it's a movie. I mean, that's that's part of the enjoyment of, of movies like this. Is your 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 your. Oh, okay. Your I thought I thought it was kind of being a, a period piece, and we were trying to keep it a little bit real. Like I didn't see anything else that like really other than I mean the predator, and they even dumped him down. They kind of had him as a, uh, you know, compared to his original, like his technology wasn't as as advanced, right? And okay. so, like, he didn't have his shoulder, his shoulder rocket or, you know, gun. You know, he had, he, he had a, I mean, his, his uh, eye beam thing that had the, the darts that flew out or bolts that flew out and then were, like, laser guided. Those were kind of cool. But, I mean, we're also talking about an alien technology. So, once you start talking about alien technology, we're, we're throwing it out there. But we're saying, I mean, in the believability of that, that that is an actual Comanche tribe, and and she's a you know a young woman in the Comanche tribe, like the the, the possibility of just building that rope, tying it on there, and start throwing it around and sticking it in trees and pulling it back and catching it. Not once did they show her get smacked in the forehead, which I guarantee would have happened at least once in the first five or six times. Uh, you know, it, it, that's it was just one of those things. It was just kind of like. 
they made her a little over the top, and and like it, it was kind of one of those. If she was supposed to be using her guile and her her smarts and all this, like it, I wish she would have. They and they did that in the end, right? That's how that's how she ends up killing him, right? She she definitely uses her intelligence. Uh, you know, her axe doesn't come into killing him essentially, but it just was one of those. It was just a, it was a little bit over the top, and it was funny. Like I didn't see it right away when I was watching it. It was when I, you know, started thinking about over things and listening to what people had to say. And when some people brought that up and I was like, oh, you know, you're kind of right. It did. It, it was kind of. And I know I know in that 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 training montage that she has where, you know, she first she starts off, she's trying to kill rabbits and she misses. And then she has to run up and retrieve the axe. Right. And then and then she throws it again. And then she finally now all of a sudden she can kill all these rabbits. Right. And then she's she's throwing it against the tree and, you know, doing this back and forth and acrobatic kind of zip around throwing thing. It, it was just like, OK, it, it just I don't know. It took it. It went from it's kind of a cool period piece a little bit. You know, we're trying to show that early Americans versus the predator, you know, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, but it's comic booky. OK, it, it you know, and that's the only thing they really did with that, if you ask me. The rest was kind of, you know, like, the rest was kind of believable. Even even the original Predator and Predator 2 were kind of like, okay, they came down into our time, and that's, you know, you did. You sent a commando team out in the jungle, and he's fighting them. You know, Arnold Arnold had every, all his weapons, and none of it worked. He had to go back to a bow and arrow with explosives on it, and he still almost didn't get it, you know? It was like, it, it was, you know, he had to use his, his wits also, so... Did I stump you? <laughs> I, I mean, I, I don't. I don't know where. I mean, I. I think it's. It, it's. It's sometimes challenging to 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 have a conversation when when it seems like sometimes there's different playing fields with different movies that uh, you. you could, I. I just. So, so I am just saying for me what what I you know what I got out of originally when they were starting was is they were really kind of showing more of a period piece uh -huh. that was going to have this little bit of uh, this alien interaction, right? And she's going to have her big, you know, they had a special name for her where she goes out and has to, to hunt, right? So that she can prove that she's a hunter. And that's eventually what it comes down to is that she, she sees the ship and then she knows something's out there. So she's going to, she's going to go out and end up killing the predator. And that's going to be her big hunt, which, you know, they set that story up and that's all like showing tradition and all this stuff, which, Truthfully, I guess. Do you think the rope on the axe was a failure of the script writing or a failure of the execution? How the special effects made it look a little bit too, too nice, but it was actually a, an effective tool that could have been used. Um, if if it was a believable tool, like that's my, that's my biggest thing is that it it's just not a. It's, it's literally not possible to make that work the way she did. The fact that she has it zipping around behind her, stabbing people. Like, it really gets a little bit over the top when she uses it, uh, you know, against the, the French guys. And, and she's all of a sudden this expert in three days, maybe, tops. I liked that they used it in that scene rather than in the finale. Well, I mean, when she used it in the finale, it was it was still so, a little overboard. But but uh, but it, it wasn't like she... Here's, <clears throat> Here's what it would work, and they didn't need to use it in the French scene. She could have done everything else without using it. It worked perfectly for pulling her out of the 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 bog, right? Yeah. It, it was it was. 
that was perfect. It could work for that. That that actually works because that's literally what it is. You throw the axe and it allows you to retrieve it without going to get it. And that's what originally it was designed for. All the extra like Captain America bouncing around and, and throwing it fast and retrieving it fast and catching it. That was a little over the top. Like it just like if they would have left that part about it, like the whole sticking it in the tree and pulling it out and, and catching it and all that. If they would have left all that out and used it just for the bog totally believable everything would have still like that like i'm like yep this is full-on period piece there's no mysticism in in her actions not saying the predator because we know the predator is is you know the sci-fi side of this but so from from a from a believability point of view i can see where you're coming from but from a from a cinematic storytelling point of view it would have seemed out of place for for this not to have a payoff this this weapon uh no it would have had the payoff because it would have saved her from the bog Okay, I don't think that's that would have been a, a payoff that people would have would have felt was a big enough payoff for that. Um, All she would have had to do is look. Okay, I throw it and I have to go retrieve it, and these rabbits run away. So okay, so I tie this on it, and now okay. Then later on, oh, I use this and I get out of the bog. <laughs> that's it. It pays us off. It doesn't need to be. Oh my God, I just turned this into the most, you know, realistic, crazy. Like, here's the other thing. Okay, if that was, if that's how it was, how did not everybody else start learning that? Like, she's come back and oh, check out this, and then all of a sudden that becomes the biggest weapon that they use because apparently it's 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 so fucking good at fighting. You know, she can take on five six guys at once. <clears throat> you know, do you know what I mean? She just no, don't forget she that she does that. It, it, oh, it, nope. it, the, the axe helped at the very end when she killed the two, but up until then she was doing other things. Um, it wasn't. But the she axe would have that... brought that back. But she would have brought that back to her tribe, and they would have been like, "Oh shit, you're now the war chief. How do you? Oh, you. Oh, show us all how to do this." And all of a sudden, that becomes a big thing, and that spreads out, right? And everybody else starts learning because that's the newest way that weapons work. I'm just saying that's it, it was a little it was a little over the top and it did it did take a little bit out of it for me. Okay. It just that's you know but you know it, it's one of those things and not only that I mean they made her a superwoman, you know, she gets her her foot in a bear trap but it doesn't really slow her down like you know after after they fight, you know, she wakes up in the cage, it doesn't ever come back to really show its, you know, its face at all. She's never limping, never has any problems. They did show so, her put the medicine on it. So it's the it's the Orantutsia. She 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 took my uh, cocktail and put it on there. They showed her do that. So they didn't they didn't just leave it not addressed. Okay, I thought it just cooled the blood. I didn't know it was like a a, a heal all ointment. It's a heal all ointment. It puts it all back okay. together. All right. So this isn't a period piece anymore. It's just total sci-fi. So it could have been you're, anything. You're going so extreme with this. <laughs> well, I mean, <clears throat> I. I there's certain things that I didn't like about it, and that's and those are some of those, and we're on that track right now. So I just thought I'd throw those out there. I do not I, I not think, like this. I think I think I know I know you you keep saying that, but I think sometimes when you criticize something, you just go, you know, you go to eleven sometimes, and I and I don't know why because I don't think I don't think this calls for it. I don't think I don't think the the axe on a rope well, calls for that level of no no. I, you it, you were asking me why I didn't like it, so I was telling you. Okay. It, it doesn't mean I'm taking I'm I still like the show like if it was something that I took to 11 I'm like oh I would just turn it off uh-huh. uh, just so no I'm just saying that there's there's certain things about it that I was just like oh okay this this is okay we got to make her the the most powerful woman in the world we got you know everything's got to go her way you know it, it was just it was a little bit of that I think it, it just it, it could have been better writing for that essentially I mean it okay. 
the, that's the whole point of this is is right she she ends up she's she's better than all the other warriors and so she's the one that ends up saving the the you know whoever and end up killing the predator and stopping the predator from killing more right so she is the the superwoman essentially and it just was one of those is like okay but a lot of movies though take on that underdog approach where you have the underdog that uses something besides uh, what they're what they're capable of to, you know uses another another trait that that they can use to their advantage because they're not capable of something else so I, I think this kind of follows a formula in that regard that a lot of movies do um, okay so the the trait that she uses in the end is she out tricks and outsmarts the predator right she's adaptable yeah she's she picks up on things because because she's Kind of in a position where she has to prove herself and so she's more aware but she has to out because she has to outthink, right she has to think harder she has to be smarter than than the others right no, okay so here we go we got we got uh the skinny little uh uh other comanche that comes out to bring her back in right and they have the fight and and one of them is kicking her ass right yes. so she's not powerful enough to overpower him but she can go toe-to-toe -to -toe with the predator well, that's that's the I think you use the word power. I think that's the whole point of, you know, the original Predator and this movie is that if if it's all about physicality and strength, you're not going to win. That's that you, it that's not. But that's, she does go. She does kind of stand hand to hand with him and does damage to him and, and walks away, essentially, and then ends up and gets the mask and then ends up killing him. But, but not she, because she, of her, not because of her physicality, not because of her, her strength. Okay. She, what are she you referring ends up, to? What you, what you, so there's the scene where her uh, the dog ends up saving her, but she's end up going hand to hand, and she she damages the the predator at some point. It's towards the end. It's it's right. and where she sees the 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 idea of the 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 darts that follow the laser. She she and takes then, the she takes the orantetsia, so it makes her so because she finds out that that mm -hmm. with the with the French guy, they, the predator can't see them. Um, and, and I apologize. We're going into the ending. There are some spoilers. Here. <laughs> it, you, this is a, I think this is a worthy movie to watch. If you got a Hulu subscription, which unfortunately that's the only way of watching it. So stupid that this wasn't in the theater. Um, cause, oh, cause see, the, now, cin, I'm going to disagree with you on that one. Cinematography I, I, and sound are such a, uh, such a big part of this, of this experience. And so I thought it was unfortunate that it wasn't in the big screen. But I don't know if this would have done as well in the big screen. Well, I mean, no, I don't know. I don't know if it would have been a big, mass, massive hit. But uh, uh, it's. I think it's it. I think it would have been a better experience. Um, I had some good headphones, so I got to get a good, well, good sense of the sound. <laughs> but at the end, uh, I don't. I don't remember there being any anything where she was actually using her strength against it. It was. It was more. She has. It's it. It's in the. It's in the. Uh, after she fights the um, French and in, in they're in that kind of little area, when her brother ends up coming by and is attacking him, he, she, he ends up saving her because she's going right. toe to toe with him. Right. And, and but you look at everybody else that went toe to toe to with him; they don't last but you know a second or two. But yeah. she does. I so I don't know. That, I, mean, I I know there's a time when when he ignores her because she's no longer. Uh, she no longer she doesn't have a weapon so uh 
which is kind of how they play that out in the Predator original one too, with the uh, the, yeah. the the woman Anna. Uh, yeah. No, I, I agree. They they do stay with that, and and so I I just it's just there there's some things about it that like it, it they're they're like I said she's a little bit too untouchable, a little too impervious to anything where it, it just it takes a little bit out of it when you now like i said when i watched it i wasn't thinking about all that i watched it with just a blank mind and enjoyed it mm-hmm. i totally did it's going back and thinking about it and, and listening to other people talk and listening to what they have to say and, and then reflecting on that and i'm like okay i i see what they're saying and i get it so like but, if i was to go back i okay. i didn't watch it twice but if i was to go back to rewatch it i think those things would really come up and bother me rewatching it after thinking about them all right i watched it twice i didn't i didn't get it i mean there were a couple things that i saw that looked a little too um effects driven you know and i wish they would have figured out a way of making them look look a little less fantastical um, a little bit more raw, but uh, but I didn't get a sense that she ever went toe to toe with the predator with her, you know, her her strength. It was it was. Um, I think she she realized that that as long as she didn't hold a weapon, it wasn't interested because it doesn't. It's not interested in going toe to toe with someone who's not going to fight. Um, but uh, so okay. So I, I'm not. I mean- I, I, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's, I'm going off of some, like I said, I didn't watch it twice. I'm going off of what they said and trying to remember the scenes they're talking about. So, and they were talking about uh, when the brother ends up dying, essentially, she's fighting him in a kind of like a, an open area, almost like hand to hand. And then the brother comes in and like hits him from the side and she comes up and, and takes a swipe at him and, and kind of survives the whole thing. It's she just, doesn't. She, he, he, he takes her from the side at, well, cause the predator kills him. Sorry, another spoiler. But well, but he he hits him like he hits him like two or three times before he gets killed. Yeah, he's he's pretty badass on that horse, um, and and it was nice too because uh, it it shows that it wasn't it wasn't a one person thing. You know, it took kind of both of them to take. Right. Well, and and he sacrifices himself essentially yep, for he does. her, and 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 it's a, it's a very touching moment. I mean, and I personally I think he's one of the coolest parts of the whole movie. Um, Actually, I take that back. You know what I think is the best part is the bear fight. Oh shit! Yes, there's that one <laughs> overhead shot when it's overhead when she's like she's her 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 bow and arrow is, you know, mm-hmm. you know she tried to shoot it broke it, it broke because it was like, wet. She's like she's panicking and doesn't know what to do, and the wind catches and the and the bear runs up and stands on its hind legs and it's that overhead shot as it's sniffing and oh my god, there was something so. Uh, so raw about that uh that beast i i think they did a really good job with with this the idea of these animals hunting i loved when when the dog i can't remember the dog's name uh siri siri okay uh shows up with the with the gopher or whatever that he or the rabbit that that oh right right. and and it's just it's it's because uh because she tells him to go go find some food or something like or, yeah. you know, hunt for himself. And it's almost like a peace offering. But um, there's a lot of references to just how, you know, this hunting, this idea of death or, you know, there's a lot of killing that's just a, baked into the, into the culture that uh, is, is I think tough for some audiences to see, but I thought they did a good job of not really, you don't feel that like, like the, like they were never, bad deaths it always always seemed like the hunted was willing to 
you know, there's that wolf or something that, that the predator is fighting against. And so, it's, it's, it's ferocious and stuff like that, but it, it finally goes down. But you don't have that feeling where you feel sorry for it. It's almost like it's, it's, it's a good death for the, for the animal. There's a lot of good deaths in this. Uh, I'm going to disagree with you on that one okay. a little bit. Uh, I, I, thought, I thought the wolf was a little... When you're, this is this is, and this is one that uh, came up with with the original Predator. You, is it is it really uh, is it really a, a, a fair you know? And and people bring this up with, with hunting essentially, you know, the technology. You're you're basically invisible, right? You've got you got laser guided projectiles. Yeah. You've got the you know uh, against you know these animals that don't have you know it, it, it's no. It's, I mean it's not. It's it's sport to them. I mean they they're yeah. coming they're coming into a planet and they're finding the uh, the top of the well, that's the, that's the that's chain. what they're trying to do, and that's and that, and I get it, and it's but it's one of those. It's like, is it is it really is it a really a good death to to fight something that's I, so I, technologically I, uh, advanced than you? I, like, I think I, I think I just appreciate that the filmmakers didn't try to tug your tug on your heartstrings to make you feel sorry for the animal that was dying, uh, because it it almost seemed oh, okay. like it was it was more. Uh, the, the circle of life, if we want to coin a, a Lion King phrase, but, but <laughs> I never, I never felt like, uh, like they were trying to make me pity the the animal for dying. It almost seemed like, you know, it's, 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 it's got it. You know, they are everyone is a predator, um, yeah, in some sort, and, and everyone's and a prey always... too. So, so it's, uh, it's well, it starts it's... off really interesting because you have the 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 scene where I believe it's like an ant crawling on, and it's it's literally on the invisible, yeah, uh, you know, and then it gets eaten by right? like a mouse or something like that. Yeah, warm blooded, <laughs> and yeah, and then and then the is it the snake that then eats him, and yep, but then yep. the snake also bites him. The snake, well, the snake, uh, the snake, I think the eats snake... him. And but but it's interesting because you see it through the through the visuals of the I th you see that the snake isn't isn't warm blooded so so it's only oh. the, it's only the uh, the mouse that is revealed that the snake is there and that's when that's when the predator gets you know charmed by this this beast that because yeah. it's floating rat you know rat and is able to take it out and skin it but yeah it does uh, it does I think bite him at one point right I think that I think that's why he he skins it is because it bit him. Because it attacked him essentially, and then so he rips its its you know skeletal structure out of its skin, uh, which made me think really weird. It was like, okay, so why did it move if it didn't have a skeleton? <laughs> like, you know, I, I'm like, okay, that that because it does, you know, it it f moves when she sees it, you know, later on. Oh, I on. know. I was which sure. I was like, I was like, is it been dead? Is it only been dead a couple minutes? And then how did it move? Because yeah. Like it doesn't have a skeletal system to the muscles to react on, and yeah, it must have been something very recent. But sometimes they do some weird things with time because you know when he's fighting the the the, the cat, uh, you know she she falls off the tree and hits her head, and then it flashes, and apparently and she wake up. He's taken her, he's taken her all the way back, dropped her off, and then gone all the way back again to fight yeah. the cat, and and then later he says that she was the one that kind of set it up so that he could kill her, which that doesn't, timing-wise, I don't see how that plays out, because uh, if he had enough time to pick her yeah. up and take her all the way back and then come back, that cat, I mean, that the circumstances are going to completely change, so. I agree. <laughs> it, it's another one that was kind of like, oh, okay. Um, but yeah, then he fights the wolf. He, he progressively moves up 
predator wise you know yeah. who, who's stronger and yeah the wolf uh i i have a soft spot for wolf so i i did not like that one as much i thought that was a little kind of shitty it's like you know yeah if you go tooth to tooth with him that's fine but he pulls out his big old razor sharp fucking claws and you know it's like yeah. that was kind of shitty yeah uh but the bear the bear handled his own a little bit like <laughs> and realistically i think the bear did a better job against the predator than than really the humans did if you if you look at it because he did more damage with just one of him you know if there was like eight or nine bears that that predator would be fucked yeah you know yeah. but it was such a good scene uh because we get so much cool stuff with her hiding in the beaver dam uh, and then crashing into it. Did you ever see uh, The Revenant with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio? You know, I think I started watching it, but I never got all the way through it. If you want a period piece, there's your period piece. That, but <laughs> but they have a bear scene where he gets yeah. mauled by a bear. And um, I think it's a better sequence than this. It's, I mean, it's 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 a much longer one. It's a it's it's a integral uh, part of the movie. Um, but. Uh, Oh man, it's well, this, still But this one is what really shows off the the predator and that's why right. it works out because Oh my it, god, it, yeah, it's <clears throat> holding the it up blood running it's down it. Yeah. And so that that to me is really, you know, th those are some of the scenes that are really cool about. It. And you're right. The the visuals in this are really nice. Um but I I don't know if this would have done great if it was in a theater. I don't I don't think it would have gotten the audience and and then the the word of mouth to to pull a lot of people in i'm not sure if it would have i don't know what the budget was or what what i mean okay 65 million dollar budget i i don't know i i don't understand necessarily how there's been so many changes because of you know even pre pre-pandemic um things were were changing the theaters you'd get you know what what you, you would always see uh, superhero movies and horror movies. And, and <laughs> so this still fits into that horror genre because it does have, you know, it's a monster movie in a sense. So you could. That's interesting. Um, Would this be considered but, a horror movie or an action movie? Because, well, I mean, Predator, the original Predator, I kind of feel more is just an action movie. I think I think the horror genre has all sorts of different facets and, and this would fit into the monster one. But yeah, it I'm, I'm it's it. This movie, I think, does a good job with suspense, uh, which is what the the first Predator movie did so well with um, building suspense, uh, kind of building uh, that that fear of being hunted. Um, I think that was something it did well. So yeah, I'm sure it could it could fall into action as well. In fact, I think at Blockbuster Video, Predator, <laughs> Predator was in the action section, uh, not in yeah. the horror section. Um, but it's still yeah. considered a subcategory of horror. I don't know. I think I I just think it it would have. I I'm so pissed off at the whole subscription model. Um, really, I you know if you want to see this movie, the only way to see it is to get a subscription, and I don't like that. I think I think I I see what I, you're talking about there. Yeah, I mean it could have been one of those is like yeah. I mean we we saw this with HBO where it was released in theaters and on HBO. Yeah. You know why not do that and and see what happens? I mean that would be that would be a better way to do it. And I guess there's also something to do with if it doesn't go into theaters, it can't get uh, nominated for certain awards and stuff like that. So that would also solve that. Uh, <laughs> not that I don't the know, Academy just, Awards really has much of a presence these days. <laughs> nobody yeah, really nobody gives a fucking care. Yeah. I didn't really care ahead of time, but uh, you know I that's <laughs> I don't care for like 
paid critics for the most part. 90% of the time when I hear them talk about movies, I, I almost, if they dislike something, I usually go watch it. Uh-huh. Um, and, and wow. you know, it's just one of those things is uh, paid critics for some reason have always seemed really weird. You know, we're just not into the same things, I guess. Sure. So, um, so yeah, it just, you know, that's why those, those shows always like, well, whatever. <laughs> You've got not I mean, five movies that I didn't see because it had nothing to do with anything I cared about. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, I don't know. It would have been interesting to see what this did. I don't know if it would have done well in the theater just because I don't know if it would have had a big enough draw just from from what it was, you know. Even being a Predator movie. But but they're even doing things like, I, I, th- I think it was another podcast we, we were talking about Batgirl. And, you know, the fact that they... Not only did they not give it a theatrical release, but they're not giving it a streaming release. They're basically calling it a tax write-off, so nobody gets to see it. So yeah, that's it, a weird one too. So then, so you know, and that's something that you know that the studios aren't saying, aren't polling the audience and saying, "Hey, do you want the opportunity to see this movie?" I bet everyone would say yes. So obviously, this decision is basically all money. And well, and, okay. So here's my question: How is that a tax tax write-off? I, I don't know. But if if you if you said look I'm gonna I'm gonna paint my house yeah. I spend all this money and I paint my house and it comes out crappy and I'm like no I don't like it we're we're, we're gonna have to redo it so I want all that money as a tax write off yeah. the IRS is gonna tell you no that's stupid yeah if you choose to spend your money on some or or you you choose to build a car right you you buy all these parts and you build a car and it and you never go and get a registered never drive it and you want to write it off. They're yeah. gonna tell you no, that's stupid. You decided to spend that money. You decided to put that product. It's your choice not to not to use it. They're but not gonna let you write that off. I I don't know about that. I I mean I don't know the ins and outs of tax write offs and stuff like that. That's just what I read <laughs> is what happened. And no, I know, but that's that's it's, why it's stupid. It's it's annoying to know that every decision that's being made about movies is money ultimately driven. is about money. And I mean, so you look at it's a lot of people that, are upset though. with Netflix because of all the content that's coming out that they're they're saying all the woke content but there's something in the end of the day that it's all about money it's they've kind of decided oh this is an audience we need to uh we need to cater to for this and that reason i don't think there's yeah but that's 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 coming back to bite them because i i don't think that's an odd audience that's actually paying for the money to watch these shows that's that's where but maybe, you're right it maybe but it just when when things are always dri- driven by money it always it, it kind of makes me question the 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 content that's being put out and what it's all about i mean is there really you, you know you want artistic vision um at the and i don't mean when i say artistic vision i don't mean you know the drama of the day that's all about the tearjerker and stuff like that i i mean <laughs> I, I think there is art in in some of these uh you know we saw it in netflix uh mcu stuff that came out you know some of that stuff right. was was brilliant um but uh when you well when there, there's there's a there's an avenue for all of it right i mean yeah. there what 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 um trying to think of the hallmark channel yeah, Most yeah. people don't give a damn about Hallmark, Hallmark Channel. I can't even say it, Hallmark Channel. But there's a small group of people that will love and watch every single thing that they put out, even though it's the same story, rehashed, just change the names, change the location, um, and throw some new actors in there, and they do the same fucking story over and over, and people watch it and love it. 
And it was probably very much uh, money driven too, because they could put ads for, you know, shopping things, you know, because a lot, cause there were a lot of people that, 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 you know, the homemakers and stuff like that, that were drawn towards that. It was, it was, it was the, but it, I, yeah, we need to see all of it. And, and, you know, like I said, I, I understand like, it, I w- I'm, I'm with you a little bit. Okay, I would like to see things in the theater and also in streaming because there's some people that still to this day because of COVID or because of whatever reasons they don't want to go back to theaters, right? right? So if you put everything in theaters, these people are gonna, you know, it's gonna it's gonna hamper them, and you're gonna you're gonna cut off a lot of your audience because there's there's I mean I I cannot afford personally to go see all the movies all the time you know uh and especially when i used to have to take all my daughters and and everything like that did you so, see did you see movie passes coming back i did i did see that i did i was like oh I, I'm, on the, looking. I'm on the wait list just because i'm curious what it's gonna i don't think they've re- revealed all the details but uh oh they have a wait list well that's how that that's, yeah so i think they're gonna be rolling it out in uh phases and stuff so i went ahead and said i mean it doesn't hurt anything to be on the wait list and and, and I, think I didn't even know they had a wait list they're prior- get on that. prioritizing people that uh that had um had already been had the movie passed before which i did but the wait list you had to be on by monday so i don't know if you can get on the wait list now oh <laughs> no you know what i'm gonna do is i'm just gonna i'm gonna email directly to their ceo and say look i have this podcast we do we do movies uh this would be a great you know uh <laughs> partnership for us to be in <laughs> that's right sponsored by movie pass oh my god how awesome would that be <laughs> you know i i'm not gonna lie like i i would be down for that I'm not big into the sponsorship thing because I hate the ads on podcasts. I really do. I fucking I I can't. There's some podcasts I listen to and like literally five minutes of fucking ads go by and I'm like, you know what? This this makes me want to not listen to you ever again. <laughs> so I I I can get understand, but I would get behind Movie Pass. I think Movie Shave my balls. It, not so I, much. <laughs> I don't know if I can get. I mean, it's I'm already complaining about subscription services and it's basically yeah. kind of, it's this idea of turning movie theaters into a subscription service. So so, but I still always have the ability to go to a movie regardless of whether I'm doing it on a movie pass or not. True. So, so that's just saving you some money. Matter of fact, you might go more if you had movie pass. Maybe I yeah. probably would. If I had movie pass, I think I've only gone to like four or five movies since the, since the pandemic. Uh, so maybe, four yeah, more. but nothing I'm with like you. I used to, I used to go so many more. Yeah, no, I'm, I know we, we've talked about it before. Uh, yeah, no, I think I've only done like MCU, uh, nobody and quiet place too. Did, we did. Oh, we did. Okay, yeah, we, we did, did do that, that one. one. Yeah, I think that was the first yeah. movie I saw after the pandemic, or, yeah. or when when they no. opened up the theaters. Yeah, I thought we saw nobody before that one. Oh, it maybe was that nobody. was the, maybe that was the first one. Right? I think nobody was the first one. Okay. Uh, but yeah, no, I I would be down for that. Um, back to back to pray. Uh, this this has some some incredible stuff. One of the, I mean, one of the big things is is uh the the actors involved and stuff like that. It it is a it's a majority crew of of actual native not all uh cherokee but you know they all learn cherokee to to, to do the whole so comanche um, but you mentioned cherokee comanche. god damn i said well, cherokee. Well, well, cherokee the guy the guy from the original predator was uh half cherokee i can't remember his name but uh oh but uh <laughs> i know you're talking i i read an interesting fact about him that <laughs> um so uh, let me pull that up real quick because that was uh, Billy Sonny uh, Landham. Landham was the actor, and yeah, he played the and that was originally apparently the um, the uh, 
origins or the the I think oh God, I've been drinking too much. I can't think of words. Uh, the, <laughs> the emphasis for this, or you know, this gave the inspiration. inspiration. There you go. There it is. The inspiration. The inspiration for this is that someone was like, "Oh, I want to know his story," because I think it was. It might have been the director or the writer was talking about. Yeah, he when he was young, he heard the story about you know the guy that cuts himself, and then they had the big fight, uh, and then that got cut. And so oh. he never saw it. He's like, "Oh, I want to know the backstory on this guy." So apparently. Uh, they had to f hire an actual bodyguard to walk around with uh, with Sonny during the filming of Predator uh, to get, to be able to do this. Like the the insurance required a, a bodyguard to walk around with him. Now, and you're thinking, okay, so like he had to be protected. No, the idea was is that this guy was such a jerk and an asshole and such a hothead that he would start fights with everybody. So they had to have a bodyguard around to protect everybody else from him. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and I was like, what? I'm like, oh my god, that's crazy. Like, could you imagine? Like, you're such a fucking hothead, you're gonna pick a fight with Arnold. Like, I know I. I'll say this well, right now. Bodybuilders are big. Not always big guys, muscles guys can fight. Right. I'll, I'll and and, and, <laughs> and you sort of shiner and it's not going to look good in your close-up. So, uh. No, it, it's just one of those things. It's just because you're strong does not mean you know how to fight. Like, matter of fact, a lot of bodybuilders cannot fight for shit because all their muscles are all about this lifting weights. It has nothing to do with movement. So when they go to throw a punch, it is the most, like, telegraphed. Like, I can step out, take a drink of water, well, <laughs> then block. Then, you know, it's just one of those is like... It, bodybuilders are not the best fighters but I just thought that was hilarious that when I read that I was like that's freaking funny so um, but yeah the, so the idea is that he was the inspiration um, essentially for this movie because they wanted to see the Native American take you know and then so they just they brought it back in the history which I think is a really kind of a cool take this is like supposedly uh, if you talk to the director you know and you know who knows because someone may come out and go no we're gonna bring up someone who comes out in the 1500s but the first predator to to you know come to earth and you know he runs into the comanche and stuff like that or into that land which is another cool thing and i meant to text you about this one earlier is if you had uh if, if you were given okay you've get to write a predator script you get to pick any time in history <laughs> to have a predator come in and battle right you know what what would you do Okay, well, let's come back to it because I'll have to let that sit for a little bit. Because, uh, um, I'm, yeah, I don't want to just blurt something out, you know, Nazi Germany. Let's let's send the predator to. Uh, oh my God! Like that. World, well, I mean, you would just say World War Two. Yeah. Time frame World War Two. I mean, yeah. that's that's a pretty good one. Yeah. I, I'm sure they could. Well, they they'll probably. Uh, they, uh, there's is there a, a comic book series? I'm sure there is. Uh, there, there was a comic book series of Predator. Um, I think it dealt uh, more off of the the current, like, uh, original Predator, Predator 2. Yeah. Uh, I think Aliens versus Predator ended up with stuff, but they also went to the Predator world and stuff like I, that. I, I'm sure they can do, they can just, like, unleash the 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 comic book writers on, on storytelling of and just there was something about pirate and, and there was and something seizures. about pirates too. Pirates <laughs> were apparently and that and that's a that gun was originally a pirate gun uh in Predator Two was pulled from a comics if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Uh, was yeah. a pirate guy and then this one they kinda switched it up a little bit and he becomes a a, a linguist. 
Oh, right. A translator. Translator. I'm like, those guys that talk to other people, uh, (laughs) you know, you know the word. (laughs) They know languages and shit. (laughs) Uh, But I bet, I bet, now I don't think comic books always translate great to the screen. You have to, you have to pick one that, that seems that you want to see resonate on, on, on the big screen or in, in, in real form. But, uh, I bet if you have enough comic book writers that explore different ages, different, different time periods. Oh, you can, I mean, and, you can get into some crazy shit. Yeah. Roman, Roman gladiators. Yeah. You could go back to dinosaur times, you know, no humans. Oh. And, <laughs> oh, like a T-Rex fighting a predator. Although that's oh. a long time ago. I don't know if... Jurassic Park versus Predator. Like, I mean, <laughs> Predator is like, you know, he, he's very primitive then too. Like, he doesn't even have like the, the laser weapon. He's just, you know, he's got his big knife. Right. And he's got to take out a T-Rex. And T-Rex has got to figure out a way to roll in mud so he can't see him. Yeah. Right. But then the T-Rex can't see him because he's not moving. So they do both just stand there for about two hours. Yeah. And then the the predator predator moves and the T-Rex eats him. It'd get movie over. (laughs) It sounds like a crossover. It's like Jurassic Park, you know, if you you mix that world with with Predator. But that's very much like Alien versus Predator. You know, you're you're mixing genres in a sense. And uh, I I liked uh, when I heard about it was the pirate. I thought that was kind of a cool idea. And apparently that was something from the comics where uh, that's how that gun ended up in in Predator 2 where they give it to, um, uh, I can't think of the guy's, um, oh shit, but he gives him the the gun. Danny Glover. He gives it to him at the end. Uh, Apparently that was a pirate that ended up uh, putting down a mutiny or whatever while the the predator watched and he was got mad respect for the guy for putting it down. And so that's how he ended up with the gun. And, you know, it's just some crazy shit like that. So did you notice in Prey during the, the, the credits, it showed when they had that kind of the art, it showed the uh, the spaceship coming back down at the end. And so now there's a question if, if they ended up in predator Two giving the gun to Danny Glover, how did they get the gun back from, did they come back and basically wipe out the wipe tribe? out the tribe? <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. I mean, like, like, well, okay. So the idea is apparently, uh, if you go by the end of two, I believe where they, they got the respect for Glover. Oh, okay. That, that maybe they came down and showed, Oh, you kicked his ass. All right, you're the winner. So we're going to pay respects to you. And maybe they gave him them some kind of technology. Oh, and they and, gave him the trade. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That That's a potential. Uh, well, we don't know. I mean, maybe, maybe we'll get prey too. <laughs> you know, who knows? I, I really hope not. I, I I'm not going to lie. I like the movie. I do like the movie. Eat, pray, bleed. <laughs> if it bleeds, we can pray. I mean, uh, it, it's, yeah, no, it, it, there, there, it'd be interesting to see what happens uh, if that was the case. But, uh, like, I, I thought some of the other ones, too, another one was someone mentioned was uh, King Arthur, like back in the medieval knight's time. You know, mm-hmm. you, you definitely have to manipulate the the technology of the predator if you go back into to to prove you know further back further back you know so maybe he doesn't have his his laser guided anything and you know and then he has to go toe-to-toe with these guys maybe he can't even go invisible maybe you could just turn you know? it into like a tv series like quantum leap and they just you know you, you, 
you follow <laughs> you follow Bob the Predator, you know, as he keeps he's getting caught in this time warp oh, and keeps getting God. bounced into different time periods and has to, <laughs> you know, take take on whoever's there. <laughs> See, I was thinking like you know, instead of having his camouflage, he has to he has to use the cam, you know, the 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 disguise that Thor used in in Ragnarok, where he just has the the veil across his face, you know. Yeah, that's his <laughs> that's his camouflage. <laughs> you can't tell it's me. <laughs> yeah. Um, There's so many so com- th- comic options for this, but uh, right, <laughs> right. Um. I was going to go through what was else. Uh, let's, talk about, let's talk about the dog. Oh, oh, Coco. Yeah, Coco. So Coco, Coco <laughs> is the actual name of the dog. Uh, this is this is a super super duper heartfelt story. Uh, the dog was a rescue uh, picked up, I believe, in Arizona is what I remember reading um, at the time for filming, and they wanted to. Uh, Get this dog that looked um, like a would be around at that time. So there's a, there's a specific breed, and this is a an offshoot of that breed, so that that would have been around at that time. And so they picked up this rescue dog, had it for about two months, and was able to train it. And that time, this this dog came right out of a of a rescue. Wow. And and was able not only one of the best animal actors I've seen. Like this dog killed it. Like yeah. there's, there's, they added it to more scenes than, than were originally planned because of, you know, how good it was, but, but apparently they had to do a lot of takes. Cause I guess sometimes the dog would <laughs> do its own thing, but oh, if it's only two months of training, okay. you know what though, if you look at some of these MCU credit, you know, where they talk about, and these guys get on these laugh rolls, how many takes they takes to make those <laughs> or, or just directors that do 75 takes cause they don't like the lighting Kubrick, a dog, a, <laughs> yeah, a dog goes off on one, you know, whatever. But one of the things I, I noticed uh, was in the beginning when she's walking through the, um, the the village and the dog is like right by her side the yeah. whole time. Like that dog, I'm like, God damn, if I could I, get my dogs to do I that. Gotta, I got to tell you, I thought it was digital at first. I thought it was. Oh, so, my God. <laughs> I really did. I, it, you know, it's just it's like because they, they've come such a long way with digital. You know, the, the, the bear true, was probably true. digital, I'm sure. Um, so it only showed up a couple times that it was. There's a couple times you're like, oh, yeah, that's a digital bear. Well, I mean, yeah, bears not an easy thing to, to, to train. So <laughs> or, or, you know. Um, true, but, true. But but I thought I thought oh I I think this dog is is too. It was something very clean about it that it just looked it looked uh, so precise so in here's, what it was doing. But but then to know that it was completely uh, completely real and what I love about it is this this shows uh, the beauty of adopting. This yeah. dog was so happy to get out of the 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 jail of a um, a. Uh, a rescue center that it was like you want me to do what fuck yeah i'm doing it you tell me what to do i will do it i won't even ask for treats i got you you just you rescued me i'm gonna do whatever you need <laughs> so uh yeah it was really cool um i love the fact that it's just that that it was a rescue i think that is such an incredible story because you you know there's there's a lot of these dogs and cats and animals that are, are in these movies and they do incredible jobs i mean it's it's not an easy thing to train animals to do all that but to have this one come out of a rescue and I mean, I'm sure they put it with a trainer and, and this trainer is fabulous and they, they deserve all the money they get plus probably more uh, to be able to put it up. Cause I think realistically my favorite part of the movie 
outside of that bear fight, bear predator fight, I think that was that was probably fun cool. Is is the dog? Yeah. Like if if, if they had to, like if if they had to have a sequel, I'd be like, okay, I want to see, uh, Surrey like the, the 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 predators come down. They kill off all of the the tribe except for the dog. And the dog goes up and figures it out a way and kills all of the predators, takes over <laughs> its, its ship, and then flies off. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, I mean it, it's just such a cool. Matter of fact, oh, there, that's actually so. I only watched it once. I, I'm going to state that again, so I, I'm not. I might not be exactly right, but at the end, there there's a time where the dog comes in and and saves saves uh, Naboo. Uh, is it Naboo? Naru. 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 Naboo is something else. What is Naboo? Naru. Naboo is as Padme's homeworld. No, no, there he is. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Phantom I'm like, that sounds really familiar. Uh, so Naru, uh, the dog comes in and saves her at one point, and it, it kind of cuts away, and it's one of those things where it's almost like the dog sacrifices itself, and you're like... <gasps> I know then, that it, it's it. That's where you, you get your heartstrings tug a little bit. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. If anything happens to this dog, I'm gonna be exactly. I, I'm gonna be shooting someone. I'm gonna be calling the director like, and saying, "What the hell did you do?" Fuck Naru. That dog better walk away from this. <laughs> right. But um, <laughs> but I, so I think I think there was test audiences that saw this and and they had the dog dying. You know, they may not have showed it, but it died off scene kind of thing and did show up. And they're like, uh, you need to show us that dog again because um, this ain't right. <laughs> right. Yeah, the dog would disappear at times. And I think they, they acknowledge it where she just says, where you been? You know, like, and you think, oh, the dog just has freedom to, to go wherever. But she'd send him off at times. And I think at one point she, she sends him off with a command and he, he brings, uh, you know, her brother back leads her brother back to where, where yeah. they are and then but then in the very end yeah i think i think the dog comes in with the with the um he chopper, bites with the... a chopper with a chopper <laughs> with a chopper and kind of and um i can't remember it now uh, but and she's able to grab the end of the rope and then jump up on top and tie it around and kind of pull him into the mud that's right he like runs through his legs or something yeah like that. yeah but it looks like it's one of those things is like he does it in a way that it's gonna he's probably gonna not make it out you know, he sacrifices himself. Sorry, for her give me the like, chopper. Yeah, <laughs> give me the chopper. Uh, well, so yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, um, but I think they they had that test screen, and they're like, "Yeah, you better show us that dog again, otherwise we're gonna riot. This is not right." Yeah. Uh, if the girl gets to live, that dog better live. You know. Did did I think we've talked about this once before? But there's that Channing Tatum movie. I think it's just called Dog. Um, that. Oh, that's out. the one where he's the um, the the soldier that brings yeah. back the the yeah. yeah. And that movie came out last year. I didn't see it, but I did see the trailer. And at the and you watch the trailer, and at the end of the trailer, kind of in fast speak, they they say the dog does not die in this movie. You know, they kind of give give it up. You know, <laughs> and I think they they realize that you can't get away with. There's too many movies yeah. out there with dogs where it's all about the dog dying at the end. And and oh, what uh, is it? Is it over that? <laughs> Marley and Me is that one? Isn't Marley that and one Me, the... Old Yeller. There's 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 a lot of movies where. So I remember uh, when my children were <laughs> when my children were young. My my oldest daughter and her friend went and watched Marley and Me, and uh, when they came home, she was bawling. Yeah, bawling, and I was like, "What's wrong?" And she's like, "Well, the dog died," and this, and I was like, "Oh man!" Now this is my daughter that didn't want. She cried when we got a dog because she didn't want a dog. But he was so upset with that movie. 
uh, which she did watch again and again, and and, and it's one <laughs> of those ones that's kind of funny. I, I was like, ugh. So um, yeah, no, yeah, you can't kill that dog. That's that's just <laughs> not right. Um, great, great story with that whole thing too about being a rescue. I think that's awesome. That is nice. That's uh, good to hear. Because Cindy, Cindy was questioning the dog's ears the way they were. She thought they were clipped in order to be upright like that. I don't know how that um, works with there's dogs. Some, but there's some breeds. There's some breeds that do that. That's um, what I figured, but yeah, I, uh, I think healers are ones that have the shorter ears that stick up. Okay. Um, and it might be a it might be a derivative of that tiny dog. Uh, Dakota Dakota Beavers um, played Tabe, who was uh, the brother. Uh, cool story for him too. Apparently, he was working at like a a Home Depot or a Walmart uh, before this started filming. So he went like from just you know scraping by, working the normal nine to five kind of not even nine to five. I don't know what you call the kind of the the retail job that just you know to survive to being in this. And hopefully, um, he was incredible in this. Uh, I really liked. I he was he had such a commanding presence like there was something about him that like when he came on screen i kind of i resonated towards him like if i if i would have had to say who was the most impressive and the most uh personal person or you know character in this he to me was the one that i was like i want more story from him like he naru to me was kind of he, he reminded me of Keanu Reeves. That, that that's what yeah. I, what I said. The point break. His some of his delivery kind of came across a little surfer dude to me. So uh, I did. I thought they uh, he was engaging. I, I liked the I liked that they ha- that he had those sibling moments with Naru that that were a little bit more genuine. Um, I liked how he took out the the bird. You know, it's like hey, you snooze, you lose. I mean, kind of yeah. calling out her her mm-hmm. inability to 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 make a decision easy, easily distracted as she's trying to think things through a little too much. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just liked him. He was very personable and very like, he's the kind of story I would have liked to follow. Like, you know, uh, just, he seemed like the more personable per, uh, character in this, like, and then maybe that was, a, that was part of it. You know, maybe they wanted you to like him so much and not care for Naru as much and then have him sacrifice himself for her, which then, you know, I mean, total big brother move right like if 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 you are a sibling and you have and you are the big brother that is and i guess little brothers too you know siblings are siblings you you do what you do for for your family um you know it was such a uh that's what you just do that's that's what it is and it was like oh you're so so crazy in the long run um but they had they had a ton of other you know uh actual native actors not all uh, Comanche, um, I almost said Cherokee again, but I know it's Comanche. Um, but they all learned, they all learned Comanche to do the, the all Comanche dub. I don't know. Have you, have you watched it on that yet? I, I was just reading about it before we started. And so I brought up Hulu and I, and I saw that it's available. You can watch it, the, the non or the all, all Comanche dub. So, so I, so now, I, I queued it up and listened a little bit and I, it's a dub. <laughs> so they're still moving their, their lips to English, but, uh, um, it's, it's, oh, over. really? So, it's a dub, which okay. means it's overspoken. Uh, so it's still the same, same film. They didn't shoot it twice. Okay, interesting. I thought I thought they actually shot it twice. Um, one of the things uh, I did notice is uh, there was when the French, right, when they got into the fur trader, the French um, camp, 
they did a very interesting thing with this where they you did not get subtitles with the French speaking. So you got it as um, as uh, Nauru would like from her per, uh, uh, person point of uh, view. first person point of view. That's yeah. that's the word I was looking for. <laughs> I, I'm into my like third fourth drink here, so um, <laughs> as we do on on how we seize it uh, discussion with drinks. Uh, but yeah, I thought that was kind of cool because uh, it 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 added a, an emphasis to this, like you're really engage, engaged from her side of it, right? You're really seeing things as she would see it. So you don't understand what they're saying. They don't give you the subtitles. Even if you turn on subtitles, you get shit, which I was like, hey, hey, motherfucker, mm-hmm. um, which I thought was kind of funny. Now, the interesting thing with that, too, is apparently there is French speakers that were even going, uh, your dialect's wrong. That's not French. And so what they did is they went back and they figured out how to... Uh, speak French from that time period, uh, you know, which is more kind of uh, what they would, I guess, in um, kind of a French-Canadian, you know, is more that kind of settler talk. So they actually, not only did they bring in the Comanche, uh, you know, language, they brought in what would be considered what the French spoke at that time, you know, in their dialect. And I was like, that's freaking awesome. I mean, that's that's, cool. that's attention to detail, you know. For, for, for some of the stuff they dropped the ball on, they really picked it back up with some of these other things. I, I know the director, I guess the first cut first uh, script had no horses. And he's like, these are Comanches. You better get some horses in this. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and also uh, there was something I, re- I read. This might've just been on Wikipedia, but uh, but about the toothbrush. Uh, they made sure it was a, oh, yeah. it was a historically a accurate stick. toothbrush. <laughs> okay. There you so go. They, yeah. It's funny. Um, I met an old cowboy once when I was a kid. My dad. We went to. My dad was was kind of an old cowboy himself, and so we would go to like rodeos and stuff. And I met an old cowboy when I was when I was a kid, five or six years old. Same kind of thing. Just had a stick in his mouth and just constantly rubbing his teeth with it. I'm like, I'm like, what? Why are you chewing on a stick? And I remember this to this day as as a kid. And he's, he's like, well, that's how I brush my teeth. And he's like, because that's how my ancestors do it. So that's how I'm going to do it. <laughs> and it just always, rem- I always remember that. And so whenever I see that in a movie and I was like, motherfucker, that, that guy pulled up, you know, however he pulled it. But yeah, that's literally what it was. And they, yeah, they would use sticks and, you know, continuously just rub their teeth, essentially. What kind of like what we do, we rub our teeth with a stick that we get from the dentist that has little brushes on it. And we, right. we put a we put a tasty paste on it so it doesn't <laughs> taste like a stick, but um, essentially it's all the same thing. Um, but yeah, I thought that was interesting because, uh, you, you know, that is essentially accurate. Funny thing is I'm, I'm back into school again, right? I, um, I'm, I'm slowly working on uh, getting uh, an associates and I'm taking a cultural anthropology and so one of the things they're, they're talking about is, you know, uh, getting immersed in cultures and stuff like that. And I was like, man, how cool would that be to go back, back in time to be able to live with these, with tribes just somewhere in the world or, or even in our own, on our own, you know, continent back in a time when it was like the 1800s before, you know, technology got involved and all this shit. And I was like, God, it'd be, it'd be really cool. And this is kind of, that's maybe that's why i got so upset with the whole period piece getting kind of ruined is because i'm in that mindset right now where i'm like i want to learn more about what they were really like you know what it was really like to invest yourself and immerse yourself into their culture and so maybe that's maybe that's it you know what do you what do you think do you think our our 
our world these days has a place for the study of anthropology? I mean, do you see it turning in into a career for anyone? What really is there? To, oh, to do? Yeah, because there's there there's still there's still um, there's still jobs out there for for anthropology because it's it it's an ever um, special cultural anthropology. There, it's an ever changing thing. That's the thing with culture is it, it is it's it's an active changing um, perception and stuff like that. So you may not get those those you know really cool things that they got in the 40s, 50s, and 60s where you're finding these tribes out in you know in these outskirts that are untouched by technology. But the thing is is like just just finding out the cultural significance of the United States at this time is a job in itself because it's ever changing and it's especially now it's changing so rapidly like understanding why and how and all that stuff it, it, it there's so much to it and not only that but by understanding it you can kind of understand where things are coming from and maybe maybe by understanding it, you can you can make things better rather than worse and stuff like that and help other people understand it so i guess i, I, I think I, there's still point I, I guess my point is that i think a lot of people you know they they are fascinated by things they follow their 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 dreams through through college and then get a degree and then they come out <laughs> and it's like okay now i've got to get a job to support myself and 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 i don't know where these a lot of these a lot of these studies now just don't have much of a launching uh so one of the things i did learn is that uh anthropology uh where the older, the older, you know, 15, 20, 30 years ago, anthropology would have went a certain area. Nowadays, uh, there's there's corporate uh, jobs where they're actually using, you know, uh, anthropology to study cultures and stuff like that and how it's affecting um, people today. And, and you know, uh, it's kind of it's kind of sad that it is, but it's it's a uh, it's almost a study in advertisement. Like they using they're using anthropology and cultural anthropology to study to how to advertise to get people to understand better. You know, uh, target target cultures and target individuals through their culture. You know, and so there yeah. are jobs out there for it, and and so it I, really I, comes I can... down to. I can understand why a lot of youth is becoming so cynical when when they see that, <laughs> that even the most uh, you know passionate studies you know once you get beyond study uh, once you get beyond you, academia it's all perverted after that. It's, it's well, tough. you you said it earlier. What does it all really come down to? Money. Money. Yeah, yeah. I mean, realistically, I mean, if you're capitalism. if you're lucky, if well, it's not even capitalism because it's that's not even the final the final aspect of it, because even in even in communism and stuff like that, there's always someone at the top. Yeah. So it's power, power and money and power are kind of synonymous in this, and and so really that's what it comes down to is, is. You go to school, you learn a job, and really all you're doing and going to school is learning how to learn. And, and, and showing that you can complete a task because that's really all these fucking certificates are worth is this to show that you can put in enough work that you can get a job and work. And then you go in and you do your work and whether or not it's what you learn in school or something different, it, it's really what it comes down to. But the idea is, is if you can find a job that you enjoy, you've won the race. Yeah. Regardless of what it is. And, and so that that's really what it comes down to. So yeah, you know, yeah, I'm I'm 50 years old and I'm still going to school because why? Because that little fucking piece of paper means a lot to the people I that I'm employed by 
way more than my actual 20 years experience in the job but that piece of paper means way more apparently to show that I can sit and do a fucking homework assignment every other week you know kind of thing so that's what's really sad about <laughs> about today uh but yeah no i um, mean there, there's some there's some there's some ridiculous uh certificate or uh, career choices out there that really aren't going to pay and you can go to college for these things and and i'm not going to mention any of them because i don't want to piss anybody off that might be uh taking those but yeah it's it's there you know do what do what your heart wants to do and and that really you know try and go that route and find a way to make it work is really all I could say. Okay. Yeah, I don't know what this has to do with prey, but you brought up anthropology. Uh, you started it. I know. You I, started I know. it. I know. I know. <laughs> so what it has to do with prey is that she's going to go back and study, uh, you know, rocket science essentially, because she wants to figure out how to uh, meet the predator on his world, so she can use her chopper to take out the rest of them. <laughs> That'll be the sequel, right? <laughs> yeah, she'll just throw the axe into the air and then hold on. <laughs> Yeah. Right, and it'll just it'll whip her up to the to the ship. Um, <laughs> that's ridiculous, uh, but so funny. Um, this is this is a good movie. Uh, it's a fun movie. I was not aware that Predator had such a following, as far as a a franchise essentially. I remember watching it. It does seem like they keep putting out more movies, though. Right. So, that's so, what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. So I watched the original, and I, I'm pretty sure I watched the second one. I'm, I'm not even 100% positive. I remember watching. I remember seeing parts of it, but I don't know if I ever sat down and watched all of it. I have never watched any of the rest. Okay. I've never watched Alien vs. Predator. I never watched Predators. I didn't watch The Predator. Uh, I love the first one. I really do. I think it's incredible. I, I it's not one that I'm like, oh my god, I gotta watch it again. But I do quote it all the time. I, was, I watch it again. I was surprised listening how many people consider that <laughs> movie just a masterpiece. That 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 first one. Um, I, for the time frame and what it is, I think it is. Now I know. I mean, you have a problem with the, the commando style attack of 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 you know the village yeah. where they were were blowing up this other military. But I mean, realistically, it. If you take out that one little thing, it is an incredible movie with with everything they set up and the acting that's in it is pretty damn good for what they're doing. I think I'm choosing to look at it through a different lens and I'm I'm rating it higher because of that. I'm not uh, okay. I, so so I think I think I'm looking at it as they're trying to draw a difference between this idea of physicality and yeah, let's get a whole bunch of people that are all about the physical nature and put them up against someone like the predator that they can't use those skills against and see what happens. And so I thought it was an interesting study oh. watching it now back at the time, you know, I, cause I think at the time okay, so, I, just, I dismissed it. Um, so I, I've listened to a lot of people talk about their ratings of, of the predator movies overall and predator and prey were, were in the top, top sections. Mm -hmm. I want to know if you, to you, which do you think is better? Do you think the original or do you think uh, this one is is better? Um, I I preferred watching the this one, but that's more because of who I am, not because of what, what I, I think. No, I, I mean that's that's I, all but, you can do. But but and that's where I was trying to draw a, a difference between seeing First Blood and Rambo and trying to. Rambo uh, being First Blood Part Two, 
um, and and calling out the differences in those movies. Uh, so so I thought I thought I found the first one first first blood more interesting and uh, character driven, and um, I so in watching Predator I still thought the characters were very two dimensional a lot of one liners, <laughs> but I thought the suspense I was I was very much more appreciative of the suspense and the ideas that were, were that were uh, you know that that the movie tried to uh, elevate um, and I wouldn't have given it that much thought if I didn't go back to it from this podcast so so I'm I, saying, I think yeah. I think the first one is still better okay if, if I had to go back rewatchability wise I still think the first one is better than this one um, if, if someone said okay you you, you got to go to a, a you know, Desert Island, you get one movie, you can bring Predator, you can bring Prey. I'm bringing Predator every day. Um, well, one of the just... things the first movie did also is it introduced us to Predator. And so I think Prey can stand out on its own, stand alone as its own movie, but you still got to hand it to the original Predator in that. That's the movie that introduced okay. us to the Predator. Now, okay, that's a, that's a question I had for you. If... If we didn't have any of the other predators, this was a this was the first shot. Would this movie have meant as much? Would you have been? A, would you have even went? Yeah, I'm watching that. If you I, didn't know Predator and go, oh, it's it's a it's a Native American versus space marine. I don't know what else you call it, a space hunter. Would I? I would have watched it if it had the word of mouth. That was the only reason I watched it this time is because I heard. Okay. I heard about it. But did you hear because Predator, or did you hear, like, hey, this is a good movie, uh, no Predator involved? You know what I I mean? Did Predator come in and say, oh, it's a Predator movie? I did hear it was a Predator movie, but I heard heard it was was, really good. And I haven't seen any of the other ones, so... um, (laughs) See, I heard Predator, and I was like, oh, okay, that, that got me more interested in than just hearing it's good. Because I've heard it's good on a lot of shit, and I've watched it and go, you guys are fucking retarded. That's not good. I shouldn't have said that. I should have said, that's wrong. You guys are wrong. This is not good. This is, <laughs> this is ridiculous. Um, but you know what I mean? It's like the Predator drew me into this a little bit. Like, Predator gave this a little bit of a step up. This was a standalone movie without the Predator franchise behind it would have been as good i don't know i don't know if i'd have bought into as much you know without the predator uh references behind it I don't, where I don't, the original I don't, I don't i think the idea is interesting but i still think it was a well-made movie and i don't think it would have i don't okay. think the, the idea alone would have would have made it a, a good movie um I, I think it was right. I think it was well made. Same director that did Ten Cloverfield Lane, which is also really effective. Which I know you. Uh, I was gonna say I know you. I've heard you t- talk about that one many many a times. Wow. I don't, I'm not even sure if I've seen that one. I know I know it's John Goodman and it's an um, interesting movie. Yeah, they're in a they're in a a, a shelter. It's that whole Godzilla shit, right? Well, it's the whole God Godzilla theme, right? So no, Cloverfield is is or, a, is a monster movie. Um, okay, but it's it's Godzilla like. It's got adjacent. It's got a references. Yes, it has references. Okay. But the crux of the movie, you know, it still kind of has its kind of overblown ending. That's kind of cool, but still. But the the crux of the movie all takes place in a bomb shelter underneath the guy's yeah. house, where you know they throw in some, and so it becomes kind of a psychological. Um, 
conversation. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, a, I, but. I haven't watched it, and I love John Goodman. I mean, I could I could watch most of what he's in, but I I just never got into the Cloverfield stuff. I think yeah. I watched the first one, and I was like, this is dumb. Yeah. So I just as soon as it said Cloverfield, I was like, whatever. I'm not watching that. But back to Predator uh, and Prey. I I think to me, like I said, I I think Predator itself is right. We talk we talk about impression, right? Uh, you know, or or uh, imprinting. What's the word? Imprinting. Predator might have imprinted on me. I watched this at I watched Predator as a teen in high school sure. with some of my best friends and and to this day we still talk about it. So maybe I'm a little biased, <laughs> but I also I also think I I, I really enjoyed um, the way I, I was just watching it again today. Like I said, and uh, the the scene where um, I can't think of the guy's name, but he's his buddy got killed. It was Jesse Ventura. He got killed in in his and his buddy, the one that shaves his head with the 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 dry razor, which that's I was right, like, he breaks that's... it off on his cheek. And oh like, my god, that's just so fr- like. There's just like, oh, that's so cool. Like if anybody's there, I mean, I've I've used a dry razor. I'm like that just that's stud level right there to me. Something about him in this movie, I was just like, ah. Oh. But his whole thing and and him going after him, it's like, oh, it's so cool. Gets the worst that de- I mean, like zero payoff for it. It's like, oh, he gets killed so shittily like uh but it's still really really cool i mean well, i was watching yeah, that yeah but they it's the under undershot you know where it shows oh yeah it's kind of like break like a yoke and you know covers Which, the camera <laughs> i i also have a problem with that because then they go back and show a picture of him in his face and there's no hole in his face <laughs> like if it, it if you look at the 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 original shot where jesse ventura gets that same shot through the chest and there's like a whole fucking like basketball hole size cavity in his chest. Like his head, whole head should have been gone. And then but anyways, Arnold takes a shot in his shoulder. Shoulder. But, but then nothing ever comes up. No, that. no. I, th- I think he, I think he gets, he, it's like off. He like, he just misses it. Like, oh, it, okay. Yeah. Cause I watched that too. He's, he's covered in like, it's like he just get, just misses it. Okay. But yeah, it, it we can pick holes and things. <laughs> um, but no, I, I I think the original, and like I said, I, I don't know if this would be as good of a movie if it didn't have the Predator um, family behind it. Like, I don't know if it would have pulled as many people in. I don't, who knows, this may have become the original, the, the original Predator, and then, then we get all the other ones. It's hard to say. I think, never know. you know, you were talking about wanting a movie that explored cultures, you know, something that's a little mm-hmm. bit more grounded and, and real. Um but I don't know if you can get away with that these days. I mean, who's gonna, who's gonna fund a movie that's just about Comanche Indians if it's just, you know, because there's no audience, there's no draw. It's like you got to throw a predator in there and then try to do your best to <laughs> to, to, to make an interesting, well, culturally relevant story. And, okay. But you got to make sure that it, it ties into the predator universe too. Mm-hmm. I'm I, I'm just I'm just saying that I no. I, don't, I don't think there's an audience for for that. So, okay, you're right. Well, there may or may not be an audience for it, and here's the reason why. It's not because there's not necessarily an audience for it, it's because nowadays you have to be so careful that you don't offend anybody. You really can't make anything because no matter what you do, someone's going to find offense in it regardless. Well, yeah, people are finding offense all over this one, so Yeah. 
I mean, but that's what that's what I mean. It's like so it doesn't matter. Like if you just did, I mean, they did everything they could. They got they got actual um, Comanche uh, uh, tribe members involved in the production and said, "Look, I want you to make this as authentic as possible," and they did. But you still have people going, oh, that's 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 offensive, right? You've got people. Here's the problem too: is you also have people being offended for other people. That shit's got to stop. Like, you know, I'm 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 I've got a lot of Irish in me. I don't need someone to fucking be offended for the Irish for me unless you're fucking Irish. There's just that you don't don't do it. Okay, if if I want to be offended as an Irish person because someone's doing something anti-Irish, then I'll be offended. But don't be offended for me. And that's me, the same kind of shit. <laughs> let me ask you, you this. What, Do you think this movie was in your, well, was woke? Was it, did, did it have an agenda? Um, you know, and, I, and I say that because okay. it, it's a female, uh, female lead. Uh, yeah. You talked a lot about woman power and that kind of bothered you. So, so <laughs> no, but, no, the woman power didn't bother me. The okay. superhuman uh, portion of it bothered me. Okay. That that the fact that she just everything she just shrugged off and and, and it, it had nothing to do with her being a woman. Okay. It it was just one of those. It's like there was no there was no happenstance okay. for the things that happened prior. Uh, yes, I do believe there was agenda with some of this. Uh, I talked about it with the buffalo where where they show them them skinning the buffalo and leaving them, you know. And time period wise, no, that's not accurate. But why did they do that? Because they want to to poke a button at like there there's the whole uh, colonizer, you know, like oh we we gotta show how bad white people were to the natives, right? That how how you, how you, wickedly they treated the land. So you, you're assuming that they had an agenda, but I, I I'll just point out that you're being offended by this, but we don't necessarily know the no, motives there. I'm so. saying I believe that was their point. Okay. I, that was my that was my interpretation of what they said. What, were you offended? I was just like, well, I, until I learned that it was not uh, accurate, I was like, okay, I see what you're saying, but if it's not accurate and you do all this other things to make sure you're accurate with time, right? You went and made sure the, the, the French language was accurate to the time, but you didn't go back and say, oh, at that time they wouldn't have done that. I, I, and so, yeah, that, that, that's an agenda. So so I guess I'm just saying that you, you, you're trying to call think, people out for being offended, but I think it goes- I'm saying being offended for, be offended for, don't be offended for someone else. Okay. okay. You know what I mean? There's a, lot of, there's a lot of people out there being offended for other groups is all I was saying. Okay, just think yeah, I, I think I think there's too many people being offended by shit too. That's that's also, if you don't like it, don't fucking watch it. Okay, that's another thing, and 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 that, I'm not one to be offended for shit. I and like I said, I wasn't offended when I read that. I was like, oh, okay, so they put that in there with an agenda, but they didn't they didn't accurately say. You know what was going on. That's that. That was more. I was like, okay. And I knew. I knew. I know that. You know, in the Midwest, when when the the people were going for pelts and it was all about money. I understood that they fucking wasted it. And I hate that shit too. But that's. I mean. But that's one of the things they show. We see. I see that in some other shows too. And it's like, okay, I get it. You know, we're we're, we're showing we're we're. I don't want to call it woke because that's that's becoming a a, a shit word too. You know. It, it's it's misused by people that want to um, demonize it, right? And it's it's not necessarily the right word for people that want to say that they're you know positive about things. It, it, it's 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 losing its power all over the place in, in what it is. But it's like you know there there's there's agendas in everything. 
whether whether or not they hit you right or not or wrong it just depends on how how your thought processes are but the problem is is we can't all be if you can be offended but you know it's one of those things is like if you're offended don't watch it there's there's other you know like you don't have to to go off on a whole tangent about things you know because there's 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 thought processes on both sides although i don't i think it's okay to be offended and talk about that it's it's sometimes the thing the extent people will go when they're offended or the the extreme well that that's kind of what i'm trying to say that yeah. it is like it, you can be offended and you can say that offended me but it's how much you go into it. it's like cuz now when you is is uh you know the rights of others don't end with your with your impressions right or your your thoughts like if you're offended doesn't mean that someone else can't use their free speech to talk about that you're yeah. you're free to be offended, but they're also free to talk about that, and and that's where I think we have problems. And it's a it's 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 yeah. tough because it makes it it makes it challenging for filmmakers to to explore themes that 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 involve women or minorities or cultures or things like well, that. Well, okay, Anything so that is is kind of on that edge of of you know. Well, okay, we're seeing two sides of that too, and and um, you know, one of the one of the big ones that's coming up right now uh, is currently the the Miss, uh, not Miss Marvel, but um, the She Hulk series on on Disney. Um, there's a lot of people that are 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 shitting on that or trolling it. And, oh my and god, I know, it. I haven't even watched it, but I already I've seen these little clips that they put out. I don't know if they're out of context or what, but. But oh my so God, the the, it, the venom that people have for for this. Well, okay, so this is a perfect example of it. Like I've watched it, I think it's okay. Uh -huh. I don't think it's great. But if I if I go out and say, oh, I don't like it, I'm immediately going, oh, well, you're a sexist. It's like, well, why? Well, because you don't like a female-led movie in a, or a show. And I'm like, no, I don't like it because it's not as interesting as some of the others. So there's two sides of it. It's it's one of those. If people don't like yeah. it, they're automatically bombarded with, oh, you're a sexist or you're a racist or you're you're whatever. Now, now the other side is like, oh my God, it's the best thing ever, you know. And it's like, well, why do you think it's the best thing ever? Well, because it is. It's like, well, explain what it is. It's like, well, because it's a strong female, and it's like, well, okay. So we've had other strong female, you know, protagonists in other movies, and people don't jump all over that. So it, there's two sides of it, and, and this is what's happened in our world, and, and this is not nearly what we want to get into on this podcast, but people are so one-sided now where, where uh, I remember, I don't know how long ago, but you know I remember my, my youth, I remember it seemed more like people had their opinions and they, they talked things out and they worked together. Now it seems like I have my opinion, and if you don't agree with me, you're the fucking devil. And it's like that on both sides. Neither side is fucking better than the other on this, and 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 I, I don't want to say I don't want to say everybody's like that. I say I think it's extremes. We got twenty percent on the right, twenty percent on the left, and there's sixty percent in the middle that just go fucking get along. What the fuck is wrong with you people? But those are the voices that are 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 jumping up and saying everything, and so that's what we hear. And the sixty percent in the middle are like, can't we just go to work, do our job, come out, and you know watch our shows and and be entertained and so i think that's probably what a lot of it is but I, I i understand what you're saying is is like people are being offended way more easily now instead of in voicing it so much and it might be because of the 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 avenues to do it are so much 
uh, more available. Like Twitter is a fucking cesspool. All that really is is I put my opinion out there, and ninety percent of the or you know I don't, I don't, say, I don't know if ninety percent I don't I don't post anything on Twitter, but you post something on Twitter and a bunch of people shit on you for whatever you post, and a bunch of people come and defend you, and then those people start fighting back and forth. Facebook is a lot of the same. You well, know, it, uh, they're also. Uh... You know, it's it's like you you make a comment and then someone else makes a comment. There's no interaction. It's just, it, it's 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 mm-hmm. uh, it's it's all about trolling. It's all about mm-hmm. you know one upping each other. Uh, yes. Because because we've gone to a social platform that that's no longer interactive. You know, everything yeah. has become so. Well, and it's also one side or the other. There is yeah. no there is no um, working together. There is no coming to a middle ground. There is no discussion well, to say. Just jumping to conclusions too, because someone can say something, yeah. and you're going to interpret exactly what is wrong with that statement and come up with your statement. Whereas when you're having a conversation or when you're having when you're interacting, uh, that that it's it's a whole different story. Then it's right. So so I think I think social media platforms are really breeding this sort of distrust and and hate um across the board and and yeah you know. well it it stems it stems a lot too from our political uh atmosphere right now um i want to say this started uh i i think it started going back around like the 80s when reagan was around like um we talked about my me going to college again uh, i went through um history of the u.s and and it was a political science i think and they were talking about presidents and early through the president they like a lot of it was like hey this is what i can do this is what i can do this is what i can do and then once around uh, early 70s late 70s early 80s it started to be more this is what i can do this is what that guy can't do that guy's a piece of shit and then it shifted to more straight to that that guy's a piece of shit look at what he does and that's all we see nowadays like think about all the political ads you get anymore almost never is it about hey this is what i can do for the community rah rah look i'm a good guy it's all about hey i'm against this guy because he does this 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 and this it's all about pointing fingers and the two sides and and, which sucks that we only have two sides we became this two-party fucking thing they're all about controlling the power for themselves and pointing fingers and how bad they are and how bad those guys are and how bad they are instead of like, hey, this is what we want for our people. And the other side goes, well, this is what we want. Let's come to, <laughs> let's come to some kind of agreement in the middle. You, you know, I, I got to point out, though, I, I don't see those, those sort of one-sided ads much, but I, but I will note that a lot of ads are targeted based on people's tendency to respond to them. So like on Facebook, if you're getting a lot of really, of these sort of ads that are really, you know, that may be because of what you've clicked on in the past and it might be part of, <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying that a lot of times that's become so behavior driven on, you know, targeted ads that, that you- I'm get. not saying I get them directly. Okay, right. <laughs> I'm just saying in general, uh, like the commercials, yeah. right? This is something we studied and the commercials became more of an attack on the other guy rather than promote myself and what I can do. It was more like this guy can't do this because he's this guy. You it's, know what I mean? It's so funny looking at some of the ads and how s- stupid they are if you dissect them and what that in that in that people are giving in to just such platitudes and such ridiculous things that aren't about 
governing at all. I mean, we're talking politics. So, um, <laughs> oh yeah, you need a bathroom break or maybe? Yes. Okay. <laughs> all right, I'll pause. <laughs> All right, we're back after a, a bathroom break, and maybe yeah. we should steer back into the into the movie because well, uh, I was just. You're right, though. That we this led to this because um, some of the people that are are poo pooing this movie are doing it because of reasons uh, that really aren't warranted. Like, uh, really have a problem with a female protagonist, or um, you know, and 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 that's sad if that's the case. I mean, there there's some great movies out there that can have a female protagonist there's there's no reason to do that um but then there's also the other side of it where if someone actually has a problem with this movie people automatically go oh well, you don't like it because there's a female prick like no no that's not really the problem i have with it it's you know so we've gotten to the point where people can't have a conversation and and state their side without being attacked for their position rather than like oh, okay that's how you feel about it. well this is how I feel about it, and have a discussion. And we've we've we've, we've kind of gotten away from discussions, essentially. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I I personally I think this is a a good movie. I really do. I think it's a good add to the Predator family, essentially. When you look at that, you know, uh, the seven movies that involve predators, this is probably my second favorite. Like if I if I had to pick any out of the ones to watch, it would be the original and then this one, and then I would get into the others. Yeah, this is um, kind of like if sure. uh, if Predator was Alien. Uh, yeah. Prey maybe, Aliens. You know the second the sequel yeah, to yeah. Alien. You know since since they made an Alien versus <laughs> Predator, we can we can kind of put that in the same what? same camp. But also Aliens had the well both of them had I guess Ripley was the was the lead but she really stood right. out more as the as the well i mean the lead she, in the second movie yeah. but i mean i well she was the the savior in the first one too though i mean talk about a strong female character right we yeah you this, know nobody had a problem with it then right <laughs> so I, I i like i said i think i think it a lot of it has to do with now is just people won't talk to each other and and Immediately, if you don't like something, you're you're one thing or the other, and, and nobody wants to listen to what you're really trying to say. Um, it's that interesting being said, too. I, I just want to point this out because you brought up uh, her being the protagonist in in the original one, uh, and I, it made me think about Halloween. And and then I kind Jamie of it, it kind of dawns on me that the horror movie genre very often, you know, has a has a female protagonist or the one that kind mm -hmm. of emerges in the end, kind of so. I, and, and nobody's ever brought it up like oh my god that's so bad no it's it's but i mean i mean nowadays if you bring it up and it's like oh my god if you don't like it you're a sexist or you know or happens to be a person of color and that you don't like it oh my god you're a racist it's like i cannot like something just because the person is you know the story isn't good i mean that this is what happens with a lot of the disney stuff we see and you know and and this is what sucks is is there's a small percentage of people that ruin things for the majority of people. There's the small trolls that come out and go, oh, I didn't like that. It was horrible because because they don't like a female. But it's like, well, and then, you know, they, they might have their merit if it, that was really what it was. But they just they just don't like it and they troll it and they, they uh, review bomb things and then it just becomes that. So then when real people 
like someone that really has a problem with the story and they're like, oh, it wasn't as good as this one. Like, oh, you just don't like it because you're sexist. It's like, well, no, I don't like it because the story wasn't as good. I think so. some people have a way, though, when they're talking about something is doing, you know, triggering people. They're, they push buttons on purpose. Well, they to, try. They just try. To get, just to get people to... Uh, to but there's also get, the people that... There's also people that throw their buttons out there to get pushed. There's two sides to that, too. Uh, uh, okay. there's, there's people that read things like that and immediately go, oh, if you don't like it, you're this. So there's both sides of it. There's there just because you're tr just because people are trolling doesn't mean there's not people on their side that are going oh yeah well you know it, they're they're uh, being offended to be offended and kind of so we get into all that um, <laughs> oh I was gonna say the one reason I think this movie doesn't hold up to the original Predator is there's no sound bites out of this one that I'm gonna like yeah I'm gonna be using that later. <laughs> <laughs> there's no get to the choppers. There's no stick arounds. There's, you know, y y there's just like, you ugly motherfucker, <laughs> you. Like, there's none of that. There's just, th that's, I mean, those are the things. Maybe that, we got to listen to the Comanche dub. Maybe it's all over that one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah, I got I to gotta start. I got to learn Comanche, start being able to speak Comanche so I can start. But, I mean, you know what I mean? It's like, that's what I think is missing from today's movies. If you think about it, like, I, I don't know, maybe maybe it's just an age thing. Maybe it's an imprinting thing. Because I remember so many movies growing up in the 80s where there were so many taglines. Like, I'm going to buzz the tower, right? You know, like, we, we just had Top Gun. It, uh, it was one of those. where, But, like, in this one, there's so many. Get to the chopper, you ugly motherfucker. Stick around. Come and get me. You know, these these sound bites that we repeat as, as with our friends over and over again. I I can't remember any recent movies that have had any of these. Well, MCU has them all over on your left. They, and, and, you know. True. Okay. Okay. You're right. You're right. MCU does because I, <laughs> uh, good friend of ours, uh, 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 Jen, who does martial arts with us, uh, texted me the other day because uh, of my uh, quote when we had uh, the the want or not WandaVision, um, the Doctor Strange. When I when I said I can I can drink this all day for for uh, for my drink because right, it was right. the captain and and so I I literally was laughing at that but that's one I can do this all day yeah but yeah I was like I was like yeah I was proud of that one she goes it was a good one so I guess you're right MCU does have a few but I mean that's that's something that imprints on us with these movies well and this didn't have any of that am I wrong no I I I don't think they there was any in this in this movie. But how are they as relevant today? Now we have, you know, the internet that just creates all these memes out of everything. So it almost like becomes reductive if you put those sort of things in your movie. It, it, it you you well, reduce the movie to the one-liner and. Uh, but most of those memes started from movies or shows. Yeah. They they start with those and then they become memes. So it's like that's almost like a badge of honor to have a meme started off of you. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's office, I mean the office had a plenty of one-liners that oh for sure, <laughs> and that's and that's what I mean and and so but it's regarded as an incredible show you know I'm sure there's there's other things too is like I I'm trying to think of any recent things that I've I've watched where I was like you know other than MCU I mean you're right on your left I could do this all day you know Hulk smash you know <laughs> puny god you know. Hulk, like good, Saul, uh, Better Call Saul has some good ones uh, that uh, that I've been using 
Uh, well, there you so, go. So that's, I think that's, I think that's a a mark of of a good uh, show or movie is 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 if there's some quotable, quotable things from it, and and I think that's what we're missing in today's movies, you know, uh, in in shows. I can't think of anything recent that I've just like, oh my god, yeah, I'm quoting that all the time. Yeah, I don't know if some like when I was watching Predator, most of those they were they were nostalgic and kind of funny but they still seem totally ridiculous and cheesy and 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 more i think that's what's that's what makes them great which which when a movie is trying to uh, you know we've been talking about the taking you know all the comic directions we can take predator um but you know that that's not necessarily what people are interested in just because everyone can come up with a a silly comedy idea and oh let's take well i mean freddy versus predator you know and uh (laughs) oh oh that'd be an interesting one do predators dream (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) i mean yeah i now now that you say that it's funny because i i remember seeing something and i can't remember exactly what it was but i remember seeing a predator animated so there was something where he was in a cartoon and it was probably like Warner Brothers or like something like that. And I was like, oh, man, the places you could take them, you know. Uh-huh. Uh, but, yeah, it, it would be interesting. But you still have to have a story behind it. Yes. All right. Um, any other any uh, <laughs> we, we've gone through a lot of this. Is there anything else about this movie that really stood out to you? Uh, I, I, I know you you say this is a definite recommend. Um, I definitely say it's a recommend for people to watch. Uh, is it worth getting a full Hulu uh, subscription? Mm, I'm going to say no. If you can get a, a seven-week trial, it might be worth it, but <laughs> I don't know if this is worth paying. No, don't yeah. support him. I'm, but I, this is no fault of the movie. I'm just pissed off at the whole direction, <laughs> you know, the subscription model. Well, I think it's, we so. get screwed in the U.S. because Disney... It, this is a Disney product, and Hulu is owned by Disney, right? And the only way you can get Hulu and Disney in the U.S. is you have to you have to pay that extra bit yeah. to get them both. But it, it, outside of the U.S., I don't know if Canada is included in that, but outside of the U.S., uh, this is on Disney Plus, so you only have to have the one Disney subscription. Yeah, I would say so. if this were in the theater, I would definitely recommend it, even if men dropping twelve bucks to go to go watch it on the screen. Oof. So so yeah, I I recommend it. Um, I do recommend having a good, uh, you know, make maybe wearing some good good headphones because the sound design is really good, um, and and it's it's nice on a bigger screen if you got one just because the landscape looks really good. It's uh, it does have some some violence. Uh, it, yes, it's a it's a. It, I don't know if they rated it, but it's it's definitely in the R realm. I, um, I think it is an R, and that's why one of the reasons it's not on the Disney here, I believe it was R or at least, uh, yes, it is R. Um, it is R in 139 minutes. Um, and I think, uh, the dog makes, makes it hands down worth it for everyone. You know, Coco, Coco killed it. Yep. Coco killed it. Yeah. I'd, I'd have to give Coco the, the best supporting actor in this one, uh, for sure. Uh, closely to, um, (laughs) Uh, Dakota Beavers as Tabe, I think. Uh, to me, those are the, I, as good as Amber Mid Thunder was as as Naru. Uh, I enjoyed the other two better. <laughs> like there's there's parts of her I was kind of like, mm, yeah, okay, you did good, but eh. 
I thought the cast was fine. I don't think he stood out more than I, I thought. I I think she stood out to me more than he did, but uh, but I don't I don't. Well, she got twice as three times as much screen time. I she's well, gonna stand out more. That's not what I mean. I mean the performance resonated a little bit more for me, but but I don't I don't think uh, that's what made this movie as as good for me. Although I thought they had some good chemistry at moments. Um, so. Um, I I will go against what you said a little bit, and if this was in theaters only, I'd say wait for the streaming releases. Okay, all right. <laughs> I I I do not think I would have been uh like. This is not a twelve dollar movie to me. Like in in the theater, I know a lot of people talk about the the cinematography and the the vision and the and the screenshots and yeah, if you're really into nature and you really want to see a handful of really cool shots of some nature. Then spend your twelve dollars, but I'm not that guy. I'd rather go on a hike and see some nature than watch it on a screen. Personally, I just don't think there's that many movies in the theater anymore, other than well, there's that too. But I mean, that doesn't mean that this does that this deserves the money for it. Well, I think this one is put together in a way that is worth worthy of a cinema. So okay, so here let me let me also preface this though if i had my choice i wouldn't have paid my money to see uh dr strange in the multiverse of madness in the theater either <laughs> okay so uh you know this stands up against that as 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 far as movie quality so uh i'm being very stingy with my money i'm i'm a, I'm a stingy <laughs> motherfucker uh so um i thought this I was don't... better than dr strange in the multiverse of madness um, there's parts of it. There, there are parts of it. I agree with you hundred percent. And, and so, yeah, I, I, I see what you're saying there too, but that's what I mean is that I, it, for me, a movie in the theater is, is where it's like, you have to have that surround sound that just kicks your ass. You have to have the visuals that are like, Oh my God, I need to see this larger than life. You know, and things like crowd, and, man, we got to get the crowd back. Oh. Okay. So, okay. Here's my problem. Uh, I don't give a fuck about crowds. Uh, uh, I really, I, I am actually, you know, I see these videos of, of the, the cheering and going on at a, at a Marvel movie when, when people show yeah. up and stuff like that. If I was at a theater with that, I would be so fucking pissed. <laughs> like, like the people cheering for like four or five minutes going on because Spider-Man showed up. I'd be like, shut the fuck up. I'm trying to watch this movie. <laughs> I will hit you with my fucking Mike and Ike's. I think it depends on the movie, but I love uh, movies that are crowd pleasers. I just, I, I adore <laughs> that energy. I, I get it. And, and that's where, that's where we differ. I'm like, I'm, I'm good with the polite <laughs> clap for, for a second or two. But if you start interfering with me hearing dialogue and yeah. I'm not great at hearing to begin with, I get a little pissed off. And, and I know your wife is the same way. So <laughs> we get along in the movie theater really that's right. good. That's right. You do. <laughs> It's like shut your damn mouth, go home and watch it on video. But see, that's good um, for our audience to know that about us, so that when they <laughs> listen to our critiques or talking about, movies, oh yeah, they know where we're coming from, so they can say, oh, I don't, I, I'm not going to listen to what that person's saying because oh, he likes remember audiences. What, <laughs> you know? Remember what I said about critics, right? Yeah, our our views are the same, right? You find people you know that have the same values you do, and then listen to what they have to say about movies, because uh, like Siskel and Ebert. When most of those when those guys crapped on a movie, typically I was like, yeah, that's got to be a good movie. <laughs> it's, 
I think it's deeper than that because watching Cisco and Ebert, it was it was kind of when they would they would bicker or they you know they get into right. arguments and stuff like that. That to me was more revealing of of the the nuance of a movie and make it more interesting when you're watching. It's like oh you know, but but I don't necessarily think that I think critics that don't necessarily share your your opinion as long as you've kind of cracked their code or know where they're coming from yeah. it's you can still get a lot about what they, what well, they have to say as long as it's as long as they're thoughtful in what they're saying today's critics most of the time you can figure out exactly what they're saying in their first paragraph what they what they don't like and you're like oh yeah okay i can see what kind of person you are yeah, yeah your your critic review is shit <laughs> So, some critics are nice enough not to reveal the whole movie, too. Unfortunately, you don't, you don't get that from us. <laughs> no, no. Well, I mean, you shouldn't be listening to us if you haven't seen the movie. Um, cool thing is, uh, uh, we're, we're wrapping this up here. Yep. Uh, I, did talk to, I did talk to one of my best friends, Terry, the other day, and uh, he lives out in, in Texas, and he was telling me that he uh, listened to us uh, on the um, – Top Gun episodes. Oh, nice! And I was, and I was like, oh, that's so awesome! I, I was so happy to hear something like that. So, uh, and you know, like I said, I mentioned Jen earlier. Uh, it's it's so cool to hear when we have fans, and uh, I want to thank everybody for listening to us. If you're still with us, uh, this is one of those ones that was kind of probably not one of our best, uh, but one of our best. If you haven't listened to it before, is our previous episode on the Charlie and Chocolate Factory, which I think was one of the best episodes we've ever had. That was fun. Uh, we had such a great conversation. Uh, but I wanted to say thank you to everybody who does listen to us, uh, who subscribes, uh, rates, reviews us on, on Apple or any other podcast. Uh, I'm going to request that if you are listening still, email us and let us know what you think of the show. Uh, let us know what you want to hear. Let us know that, hey, you know what? I listen to this show. You guys are pretty cool. Uh, you know, whatever it is, tell tell us we're full of shit. Tell us, uh, Steve. Steve knows what he's talking about. Noah doesn't know what the fuck he's saying. That's fine too. But email us at the.hwsi.podcast at gmail.com or hit us up on our socials. Uh, we have a Facebook group, uh, the HWSI Podcast, and also on Instagram under uh, HWSI Podcast. So uh, find us, let us know. I also link all of these on our, our uh, notes when I send them out. Um, uh, so if you're finding it in your podcast catcher, you should be able to find our links to our socials. Yeah, Noah uh, will often po post the, the drinks. So give those a try if, you, if you're interested. Oh, in for sure. Yep. I, I'm actually, I, uh, you know, I know you talked about filming some of those. I, you know, I'm, my goal was uh, last year, I was like, you know what? I want to put a book together with all of our recipes. Uh, I have sadly not been able to keep up with my goal, so I don't know if I'm going to get out. But one of these days, I want to be able to just at least put up, you know, hey, here's the episodes. Here's what the drink recipes were. Uh, I got about half of it done. I just got to go back and put some extra effort Check Facebook because you post them there a lot too. So. I do. They're all posted. Okay. I just have to put them in. I have a, I have a spreadsheet with them on there. Um, Join us next week. We're gonna we're gonna be continuing on with our MCU. We're gonna be tackling Infinity War. We're getting into the meat of this this MCU uh, tie up here with the climax. In, uh, in, yeah, the big the yeah big showdown. Infinity War, then uh, Endgame coming, and then we'll have a little bit of Spider Man after that. In between that, we're gonna have some uh, Moon Knight, possibly some Miss Marvel, um, some other stuff like that. But uh, next week for sure is Infinity War. That is gonna be a big episode, I'm sure, because that is. A huge MCU movie. Uh, I can't wait to talk to uh, Bo and Nina about this one. Um, this is almost as exciting as, as Ragnarok was for me, uh, just because it is such a, a big movie. Um, yeah. 
it's it's you know and we're getting right to the end of of our mcu uh chronological view so that that's going to be cool and this is uh, when after- everyone probably has can can remember anyone who's followed mcu certainly has seen this one you know when it came out and, oh. and can kind of place themselves there and, and you know it ended and you knew you had a whole year to wait before you get to find out what happens oh my god the ending for me i literally walked out it was like what the fuck? <laughs> i mean I, I i i i remember walking out and stopping like just stopping in the middle of it of the walk and just turning to a listening like right what the fuck just happened see now what now hell? if you watch it on disney plus you know it ends and it says next episode and you can click go and you can go right, in, <laughs> right into end true. game but <laughs> true true all right well join us next week for for infinity war uh some i'm sure we're gonna have some great cocktails for that one uh i, I have a couple ideas already um so uh, i'm excited for this uh we're, we're gonna get into some deep deep conversation about mcu and we get so many characters to talk about it's it's gonna be off the chain um <laughs> I guarantee we'll probably go longer than the movie it is itself. Um, Uh-oh. Oh, oh my goodness. That's a long one, too. Because <laughs> we usually do. Uh, my cat's here asking me for treats. He's a little uh, crack addict. So um, I'm going to have to – we're going to let this go. Uh, thanks for joining us. And with that, I have to say, hail Caesars. Hail Caesars. What does that mean?